Good evening. How are you? Sound like fucking tequila. Good evening. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm good. Hey, now finally got the case for my damn phone. I've been walking around with with a caseless phone for two days, like terrified that I'm going to break it. Yeah, um, this this isn't the phone of all iPhones to ever drop or not have covered. Um, I had a friend that's in one of our Telegram groups, and he's like, yeah, I don't see how you guys wear like iPhone cases. And I told him, because the phone is 1300 bucks, that's why I use a case. And he's like, well, yeah. just walk in if you have AppleCare. And I was like, you don't understand how AppleCare works. When I buy my phones brand new, I don't want to go and get a refurbished phone because yeah. I'm too stupid to not have a case on it. Um, and saying that though, this case and this phone is probably the best like filling phone I've had like ever. Other than probably it is very phone. sleek. Yeah, like I'm enjoying it so round, far. Yeah, the Pro Max, you know, it was a little bit more round or whatever, but yeah. square feel. It feels better in the hand. It is heavier, so it's definitely heavier. It is heavier, but. I mean, overall, but I, I, I went got, with the square phone and I even got the square case. So it's got like the sharp square corners. It's very nice. Yeah. I like the, I like the look. It's a good aesthetic. Yeah. I, I might and it's that, that neon yellow case that I, uh, that I showed you. So I'm never losing the damn phone. Jesus. Well, if you ever get tired of that case, I have about like 17 that I will never use. Um, Why do you have 17 have, cases? Because, you know, I re- like I review them, so I end up doing oh, okay. just for free. So I yeah, ended up yeah. having. I, I want to say I have like all the Autobox cases, the Life Proofs, the yeah. See, I like, can't do anything cases. like that because I don't need anything that's like huge. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the phone is already big enough as it is. I don't need an Autobox on this shit. Like I'm not trying to drop this shit out of a helicopter. Exactly. I've always wondered why people still use those. Like you know, the cases. You know, I mean, the I phone itself is waterproof. Like you don't. Yeah, have I have just a phone that can like drop from twenty feet. Where are you going? I don't understand. Be? I mean, I guess if you're like a cop or like in the military, and like your phone is definitely going to get thrown and dropped like repeatedly, then maybe. But like for literally anything else, I don't. I don't think that that's going to be the case. Yeah. I absolutely agree. Um, outside of that, how was your weekend? Um, it seems like this it was good. It was. I good. was. Yeah, I was productive. Like I. So, yeah, no, actually, yeah, that's a lie. Yesterday, I didn't do shit. <laughs> do anything? No, I cleaned and I did some laundry, but um, I played video games for most of the day. No, did you get a PS Five or are you still playing? Like, I am still PS Fouring it. I'm still okay. PS4ing it. Uh, I'm, I don't think I'm going to get a PS5 right away. I feel like I, I'm going to let the hype die down and then just like be able to walk into a store and buy it, and then I'll be happy. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'll give it. I'll give it some time. I'm still playing. Like there are games that I have for my PS4 that I still haven't finished playing. Mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed Valhalla just came out, so you know, I'm, I'll be entertained for a while. Now, when you do go and get your PS5, because I'm considering it, but it won't be until next year, like after the first, like, you know, six months go by and there's some more yeah. stuff like that. Um, are you going to get the digital version or the one with the disc? I'm going with the digital version. I mean, I did that already with my PS4. Like there I have, I do have some physical games, mm-hmm. but I've downloaded most of the games that I have. Yeah. I'm thinking about going digital as well. My only issue is like, I don't want to max out 
you know, storage on the PS5 and then there's no hard drives that work with it. True. I had that issue with like the first like six months with my Xbox. I had mm-hmm. so many games and then I had no hard drives that were compatible. And the one that was uh, compatible didn't come out until like March or April. So I couldn't really like game. I had to delete shit. It, it, it wasn't fun. Oh, that's um, annoying. So, yeah, that's my main like thing when it comes to this PS5 is I don't want to have like a house or like a little cabinet full of like disc anymore. Because I'm yeah. kind of like converting away from that and going digital. My issue is I don't want the hard drive to die. True that. I mean, I have the one terabyte PS4 and the number of games that I have downloaded on it is is pretty impressive. So I'm thinking that there's probably like the, the games that I play are very specific. I'm very big into the Assassin's Creed franchise. I'm very big into like any any car like racing game I'll play. Um but like I, I stick to relatively I stick relatively close to those two. Um and so like I'm not downloading every single game that comes out. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. Oh man. So you know but I'm trying to think, what else do we have? You know, we'll go through the tides and offerings like once people get in here so they can actually get Yeah. It. But for sure. Um my weekend was like every other weekend for the past eight months it's been being a dad being in the house yeah <laughs> I haven't been a dad that long but yeah oh yeah no she's that, all right yeah so she's she's growing and she's pooping yeah. more which means more dice <laughs> and then yeah um, outside of that she's doing this thing now where she like she cries because she's being held so she wants to be like she wants you to stand up and walk around with her Mm, yep it, it, it's definitely weird i see why people don't like children because <laughs> i, I, I want to have my own time but at the same time like I, I love her so much um it's mm-hmm. just weird because i don't know how people who are parents like just had to take their kids to daycare like i'm not going to be used to that even yeah. when we get back to normal whenever we go back to normal i'm not going to feel comfortable in one of two things one paying all that money just to say hey it's so expensive yeah i just don't want to stow my kid at someone's house for eight hours like i have yeah so i want to do that because i looked at some of the prices like the you know the pre-covid versus the post-covid like prices for daycare and child Mm -hmm. care and it's it's insane um some places that were like 300 bucks are like 520 a week now so like i I try to ask that's legit rent that's what i'm saying like so am i paying your rent because if these people have four or five kids like not only is their rent paid like everything's paid so what exactly do you do because every single person i know that has kids and had to do daycare they're like well i mean you bring the diapers you bring the food you do this i'm like so i I can just rent out a fucking like storage unit and just tell the employee there hey check on my kid every 30 minutes like (laughs) i probably wouldn't do that but you know what i mean it's just crazy make sure she's not crying thanks yeah like, God, like, I just don't yeah, ever be in I don't know. I, and this is precisely why, like, this, amongst many other things, is part of the reason that I don't want kids. Like, it's expensive. They're very needy. Like, there are so many considerations that go into it. And, like, yo, I'm good on all of that. Like, I'm going to take the quarter million dollars it takes to raise a child from the age of birth to 18 and go on a shit ton of vacations. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to see the world and then I'll show up drunk on holidays and throw gifts at my nieces and nephews and then I'll leave again. See, I used to be like that, but the issue was everybody started having kids. Like every single friend of mine had kids and I got to the point where I just, I honestly got 
tired and I lost count of how many people were having kids. So when, you know, when the wife and I had kid, you know, a kid, it was just like, oh, well, this is, it's fun. And I see why people do these things, but like, I'm putting a cap on certain things like birthdays and stuff. Like I think Mm. after like five years old, like we just stopped going to like everybody's birthday things. And, you know, I stopped buying Christmas gifts for people's kids because like, I I never really see them to begin with. Like I see them every once in a while. And I felt bad because it was like, yo, am I a bad godparent? Am I a bad, like, friend to your kid? You know, because I don't want to buy the gifts because, I mean, I don't hear from them ever as a kid. And more importantly, the parent, like, they're my friend and I get it. That's their kid. But they never say, hey, you know, Greg, how about you go and, you know, get your niece or your goddaughter this? They just always assume that the kids want books or they'll say, Oh, they're into bubble guppies. Like I know what the hell bubble guppies is. <laughs> you will. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. I, I, I called myself like a month before the baby got here doing the, the father to the source thing. So I went on uh, this oh thing God. called dad it. So on Reddit, they had the subreddit called. Oh Free my dad God. It so I was on there asking <laughs> questions about parenting and stuff like that. And I was going overboard with it. Cause like, honestly, I was terrified when it became like, a thing to be a father. It's like, oh shit, like she's going to pop any day now. And I have to actually, I have to be selfish, but you know, I have to be less selfish as well. So I can't go and say, you know what? You stay here with the baby while I go and watch Sunday night football with the boys. Like I can't do that anymore. And it's crazy because most of my friends who have kids and the ones that are inviting me out to these places, the kids are of age. They're like maybe like five or six. So yeah. honestly the cuteness is worn off. It's just more so they can go do things <laughs> now. Me, I, I can't. Um, yeah, no. She's she's a, a baby baby. Like my my niece was born a month before um before your daughter. And like they can't they can't go anywhere. It's a miserable life and I can't. Absolutely. So mm-hmm. I wanted to also like with this show, um, shout out to everybody who was in here. Shout out to the Mike Check gang. We're, we're going to actually explain what Mike Check means for you guys, because yes. this is the first time you ever will find out what this means. So thank we you have a name now. Keep sharing. Yeah, we do have a name. Um, obviously, you know, Steph is going to tell you guys that. I just wanted to say this beforehand, though, um, with stereo, um, since they aren't cutting the checks yet, I just wanted to make sure you guys know we're going to play every like five voicemails all back to back to back to back to back. We may or may not comment, but it just makes like the flow of things a little bit easier because I was on a call on Friday and we had, I think we had 62 voicemails and stereo cut us off completely. And I want to make sure that we don't lose out on people's like comments. And we want to make sure that you guys are heard. So we will play like five voicemails. Like, you know, we'll play one and then we'll play another one. And then if we comment to that one, don't be offended. We're just letting you guys know that we are going to listen to you. Insane. Yes. You are now rocking with us. And Steph is actually going to introduce the show for the first time ever. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the eighth episode of Mine and Greg's Mic Check. It now has a name. We are now official. And while Mic Check is something that you very frequently hear in the broadcasting industry in the audio world uh our mic check means something a little different uh we we developed this uh through a brainchild of last episode so the mic and mic check stands for make it clap because Um, that's what we're here for we want to see you make it clap if you agree with something that we say if you if you think that we're right about something go ahead and make it clap 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's there for you. Like, you know, you have the applause, you have the mic, cl- you know, the claps. Go ahead and just when we say mic check, you know, we're checking on you. What's happening? Making sure I hate that term. Actually, I hate tapping. But just hit, <laughs> like let us know you're here. Like, you know, hit that button and we know we can see it, but we want everybody to see it. So go ahead and let us know that you're here, that you're in the room. Like you wouldn't go to somebody mm-hmm. else's house and just, you know, not take your shoes off, sit on the couch and stuff like that and you know, not say hi. You greet yourself. You know, you greet us, leave a voicemail, say, hey, I'm here. What's up? What's up? And we're going to treat you the same way. We want to shout you out as well. So I don't know For if you sure. start with some shout outs early. Um, we, we have a lot of people already. So do we? Let's go ahead. Yeah. Let's let's do some shout outs. Shout out to Feli V's, Trigger Life, David Dobrik, Stocks, Lucas Eleven, Lisa Farrow, Thoma Sistra. Thank you for the claps. Uh, oh, and he sent an audio message. We'll be getting to you shortly. Um, shout out to Cadillac Hooks. I'm Kishwan Dergio, Braden Ann, Gabe18 for making it clap, YG2020. Uh, Gabe18 also left an, uh, an audio message. Shout out to you. We will be getting to you. Um, Steve Holst, uh, Raya, Tone5, Cherry Cheesecake. Very good flavors. I love Cherry Cheesecake. Um, Fat Man Lard Night. All right. That's ironic. He's right after the cherry cheesecake. Um, Tyronda, Ezekiel One, Tori, Hawaiian, one of my favorite states. Uh, Brittany M. <laughs> Relly Rila. Biden. Biden is listening. Yes. <laughs> Shout yes. out to Reg2020 for making it clap. Alicia Alonzo, Chris Simmons, Anna, Cuckoo, T Nasty, Derek. LBCD's nuts. Khan, <laughs> Stephen Gary, Snowball Redemption, uh, Shanae Agara, Queen 16. My God, there are so many of you. Um, exactly. Yeah, wow. Big Sexy, D Money, Miho, um, Crystal Mia, Hey Miranda, Jesse 23, C Knight, Becca Krause, Saint the Mix, Cooking, Dr. Croc, Angel Face 37, and Emily Mathias 525. Shout out to all of you. Absolutely. My goodness, I'm out of breath. I'm done here. Yeah. So, you know, before we get into it, I just want to say that, you know, this show is a little bit different from our Wednesday show. So this one is just a trial run. So we're going to do a game called This Week in Florida. We're going to have First 48 and we're going to have the news. Um, If you guys have any comments about anything, please leave a voice note because, we, you know, we're listening. And more importantly, we want you to be heard as well. We might not have all the answers, but we want to get the right one. So if you can fact check us or if you have some knowledge in the area or any type of like expertise, go ahead and just leave us a voice note. Um, In saying that, though, the rule of thumb is this. Respect the host. Respect the guests. Respect yourselves. Um, Any disrespect, any children that are under the age of 18, any cursing, any derogatory terms that are like... I'm going to interject here, Greg, because we we have to eliminate cursing from that because... Let's be real. <laughs> Let's be realistic here. Oh, fine, fine, fine. Any no cursing it in, in a disrespectful manner. Exactly. Any disrespect to one of the people commenting or to us, um, we, we can't slap you. We can't reach through the phone. However, what we oh, will do is definitely block you. We, we do block you. And my block list, I, I think we can actually do a whole show on the shit and the people that I have blocked on this app. It is probably absolutely exciting. Um, in saying that, though... Um, do you want to do the tithes and offerings beforehand or do you want to do them? Yeah, after? let's, let's open them up. Um, okay. so I will so, start. Go ahead. You want me to start? 
Um, yep. If you do want to support the podcast, you can make a one-time recurring or recurring donation through uh, Red Circle by following the links in the show notes after this gets posted on whatever streaming platform you listen to us on or on youngblackpod.com. Um, please feel free to follow us there. Please feel free to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. We are Young Black Pod. Um, we also have exclusive never-before-heard content for a dollar a week, $5 a month, or $50 a year. So if you'd like to support the show and get bonus content you won't find on the main feed, subscribe. It is affordable. And if you know what our regular shows are like, you should be able to imagine what's on the exclusive site. So uh, we appreciate any any donations uh, and support that we get in order to keep this show running. Um, and and we, we hope to provide all of y'all with the best content possible. Absolutely. And um, this coming week, um, we do have a T public merch sale. So November 17th through the 20th, everything again will be on sale for 35% off. That means $13 t-shirts, $20 phone cases, $30 hoodies, uh, a whole bunch of stuff. Stop stealing your man's hoodies. Go get one of ours. I, I would ship you one if I could, but there's way too many of you guys. Um, help us. They are pretty dope. More importantly. Yeah. And support, support your man by giving him back his hoodie and say, I got one that's much cooler. And, and saying that, though, um, again, I just have to say for the people who are in here again, uh, participate in the show. Um, make it clap by, you know, having a mic check. When we say mic check, just go ahead and, you know, clap it up. That way we know. Um, share this if you're fucking with it. More importantly, um, make sure you use the hashtag mic check or mic check pod or YBAB and just share it with your folks and follow us on social media, period. Um where do I go from here? Um, damn, I want to talk about. Well, ha- l- l- we talked about we talked about my experience thus far with my new iPhone 12 Pro Max. How are you liking uh, it, Greg? Um, so for the past three days, I've been trying to set up my iPhone, and what? it's not going in my favor. Um, everything like the apps and stuff are fine. My issue is. I'm trying to carry over like my old voicemails and my old text messages because I'm a hoarder. I like to. Did you not like back it up to the cloud? Here's the thing. I backed it up to the cloud. The issue is iCloud was just, what do you call like, um, excuse me, messages in iCloud was only until like what, 2016, 2017. I have text messages from like 2011 that someone would say, why the fuck do you want those? Trust me. Anybody run for president? And they bring out text messages. <laughs> of you. Make sure that you have everything. That's why I save everything. Um, I have emails from like 2006. I still have like my logins from AOL and everything like that because yeah. you never know what memory you might want to have. And I've had family members pass away that like I have messages from them. I have voicemails from them, and they're pretty important. So I want to be able to say that you know what? That's like my phone is pretty much my time capsule, and I want to make sure yeah. that I carry it to everything now someone also would say well, why don't you just email it to yourself or send it to yourself it's different you can't do that with voicemails though, not um so like shout out to q like when his mom passed away rest in peace to her she had left yeah. a lot of voicemails on his old iphone and yeah he transferred phones he couldn't get those voicemails back and oh, damn. You know, what he did was he kept it yeah he kept his phone like that iphone so he could always play those voicemails but then you know he had moved and lost the phone so it was one of those things where he can never get oh back. damn and yeah those things are important yeah so i tell people i'm like just imagine like your your family like they have photo albums of all your baby pictures and you know everything that you did when you were growing up and then all of a sudden like your house like miraculously like gets robbed and people 
take the photo albums for some unknown reason. Like you'll never be able to get those back. That's why yeah. I try to appreciate the cloud and I try to use it to my advantage. So mm-hmm. for me, I just want my text messages back. I, I want to see the first text that my wife and I had. I want to have the Aww, first text. Oh, that- you're being sentimental, Greg. Oh my God. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Um, outside of that though, the phone is, it, it's marvelous. Um, I ended up getting the thing I told you about, the little magnetic charger that goes in the back mm-hmm. of the iPhone. And it's it's a lifesaver. Being able, I hate having like a cord hanging from the bottom of the phone because yeah. I'm the one that will accidentally like swipe it and it'll hit the floor and shit like that. Uh-huh. So the fact that it can sit on the back of the phone and I can sit it on my desk like I normally would and I don't have to worry about like my arm getting tangled in anything. It's, yeah. it's perfect. And it fast charges. I, I love that shit. Yeah, I gotta tell you, I have a, like it's, I told you before, I have a... um just a wireless charger that I use for my desk uh, when I'm working from home because it is easier, especially when, you know, I need to put my headphones in or I like, mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm sitting here with the phone on speaker and I'm doing like three things at once. Like it's really convenient. Um, but the cord thing is a very good point. I can't begin to tell you how many times before I moved this charger into the office. Um, the number of times that I actually swiped my phone and just threw it on the floor because I was being stupid. But that was an XS Max. Nobody cares about that trash house phone anymore. Yeah, yeah, not at all. <laughs> the iPhone 12. I'm beyond that now. Um, the, the, I, I go through this every year, and I absolutely hate the fact that people do this to me because, like, I love my phones, and I, I'm pretty much like in the Apple ecosystem, but I still use Androids as well. So I have like a Pixel 4, what is it, the Pixel 4 XL, and I uh-huh. use it, but I only use it when I don't want to look at my iPhone. Like, if I don't want to check my text, I can just go and just use the apps on my Pixel. My mm-hmm. issue is there are people in 2020 who still say that their Android phone is better than an iPhone. And mm-hmm. if you feel that way, I'm sorry. Like, I, I don't know why you would feel that way. Because I'm sure, like, everybody wants to be able to say, hey, my Samsung Galaxy, I can throw it across the football field and it won't break. Like, sure. Like, the, good news. But yeah. iPhones, to me, it just gets me. Like, I don't need a phone that's complicated and has features from, like, 2040. I don't want yeah. my phone to be able to, like, take a picture from, like, across a four-lane highway and catch it. <laughs> I don't need that. I need my, I need my phone to say, I'm, I'm no bullshit, but that's what, like, Android phones will tell you. They're like, oh, my yeah. God, like, it, it can do this. I, I don't want that. I just want my phone to, honestly, when I turn it on, it works. I can hand it to yeah. someone, and I don't have to say, oh, my God, if you go into this hidden folder and you go and do this and this and this, and this <laughs> you can get there. Like, Well, I, like, I have my, never... Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, like, for me, I can hand my phone to my grandmother and even with just like a simple like explanation, she can get it. I can say, hey, if you want to get to Bluetooth, just swipe down and all the functions are there. I'm still yeah. trying to figure out on the Android how to just like turn off Bluetooth without going through <laughs> six different settings. It's confusing as shit. I, so one, I've never had an Android ever. Uh, I've had iPhones since 2007. Um, so mm-hmm. if you hand me an Android, I have no idea what to do. I'm like completely That's lost. Cool. Um, and two, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really care because I love iPhones, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, but I have never met someone who had an iPhone and then switched to Android and stayed with Android. Mm -mm. Like within a year, they were back to an iPhone. Yeah. And it used to be a whole joke about, you know, oh, blue bubble versus green bubble. It's like, no, I I just, I like having my phone have updated apps like on time. I think that's why I switched from Android to iPhone because 
I think at one point, like once upon a time, there was certain like apps that we would talk on, like the Twitter app on Android used to just be terrible. So I could go into an iPhone and I, they had like TweetBot and they had all these other ones. I was like, I-, I want that. Like, that's cool. And yeah. the iPhone, it's like, an, it's an evolution process where there's no learning curve to it. They just like, you can look at a keynote from Apple and they say, hey, guess what? If you get a charger to just snap on the back of your fucking phone. Guess what you don't have to do anymore? You don't have to worry about your cables, friend. That right yeah. there is worth the wait. Because I don't know how many people who have stolen like iPhone cables from me in my house. Like, oh, I thought that was my cable. I'm like, just just take it. Just say you didn't. Have <laughs> I, I have like a box full. So, you know, for me, I've seen I've seen friends go and like tie knots in their like iPhone cables, the little lightning ones and stuff like that. Yeah. And then they break. They fray. Nobody wants that. The new yeah. like, charger just makes sense. It sits on the back of your phone just like you would with like a wireless charger where you just put it down. The issue mm-hmm. is you just don't have to sit it down anymore. Like you can yeah. literally if you have a message, you pick it up and it's still charging. That right Yeah, there, that's kind of dope. Um, that's that's definitely good for for someone who's busy or on the move. Yeah. And then obviously you have like the camera, but here's my thing like I'm right now in 2020, not going a lot of places. So all of my photos have been of the baby and Mm -hmm. photo gallery. Thanks to you. I looked at like how many photos I had. And I was like, I take a lot of like memes and bullshit photos. I I need to start Mm -hmm. getting out there with this $1,300 phone and just go outside and just look at nature. The issue is it's about to get really cold really soon. So you've seen the pictures of the sunset that I've taken with my phones. Yeah. Like, well, just, just imagine that photo you had taken last week, like on this phone last week. On this phone, fantastic, man. It would be amazing. I, I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go out and just watch the sunset tomorrow and just take mad pictures so I can show them to you, Greg. Mm-mm-mm. That's fine. <laughs> I, I, might, I might do the same thing. Uh, today yeah. was a little, it was a little windy. Um, that's why I'm sniffling. Excuse me, guys, if you're listening. Mm. Um, I, I, went, I went outside and I'm the opposite of the weather. Like, I can go and I can bundle up. I can wear a hoodie, a jacket, sweats, socks, all, all that shit. I can go outside and I'll be completely fine. The moment I walk back in the house is when I start sniffing. I, I don't get it. It happens mm. to me every single time. And, you know, don't have COVID, you know, but just letting you guys know that's what it is. Um, and saying that I have another little opening for this show. So the wife and I decided that we were going to sit some episodes of The Bachelorette. Um, oh, I actually watched it on Friday. Um, I've never seen this show before, ever in life. I've never watched it and either. Um, I've never, I never thought that TV could be that bad, but it's worse. Um, this woman, she fell in love with the guy in two weeks and that wasn't two weeks or two like episodes. So two episodes, she falls in love with this guy and she tells all the other guys, like, you know, she's basically leading them on. And after she leads them on, she says she falls in love with the guy. He has to propose to her in order to like win her heart pretty much. So it's like, damn, is that like how real life is? Like where people, they fall in love and they instantly want the ring because she got the ring and then COVID happened. So since they weren't living together and he was doing his own thing, like, you know, I just proposed to her, but I don't live with her. I don't know anything about her. Now they're engaged and they're planning a baby. I was like, how? Like that is the quickest like, relationship ever. Yeah. Well, I don't get this. Well, hold on. I, I mean, I feel like it, it takes a special kind of person to be on a show like The Bachelorette anyway. So yeah. maybe well, that's, that's what I don't throw, get. Yeah. I didn't want to throw age into it, but she was 39 years old and she was saying that her mother and her father met and he only met her one time and he proposed to her because he was so in love with her. I said, yeah, but okay. So this is a whole different time and place, man. 
It's not 2020 COVID times. Like they was, exactly. it was probably like 1960. Exactly. Where like getting so married I, at 15 was normal. Yeah. And I, I was kind of concerned because he did what guys do on dates when they don't really have a lot to talk about, but they have to keep the conversation going. So she took the story, well, he took the story of her mom and her dad, like basically meeting for the first time and getting engaged uh-huh. and making the story kind of like relate to him. So her story was her mother and her father, like they had met one time and he instantly fell in love. So he had to go back across the country where he lived and he hitchhiked from the East Coast to the West Coast in order to propose to her and get married that same day. Do you know the guy? Um, I think his name starts with a D or something like that. And he told the same story. He said, oh, well, your dad hitchhiked across the country for love. My dad, too. You know, he did the same thing. And she's just eating this shit up. Oh, God. Show, like, I was like, I was like, wait a minute. That's, so that's what it feels like for women when a guy's like, you know what? Like, oh, you like the color purple. I like the color purple. Not the movie. Yeah. Just talking about the actual color purple. And yeah. that happened. I was like, oh, this isn't going to last long because. She was just completely smitten by this guy. She dismissed every guy that she could have gotten a chance to know for him. And you could tell he's like one of those, you know, he's convincing, he's very cunning. But in a year or two after she's had like two kids, like back to back, he's going to start changing really slowly. Yeah. She's going to be like, well, I was in love with him. It just didn't work out. And then she's going to get another show. And we're going to have to watch that HGTV show of, you know, her and the kids and how life has been without the guy that she met and married in three or four months. Like nobody wants to see this shit. Yeah. No, this is why I don't watch the bachelorette in the first place. Like there's just a level of just ridiculousness to it that I'm like, I can't, but I was like, I am a sucker for like some of these dating shows. I ended up watching. What was the one on, um, was it Netflix? Love is blind. Oh yeah. Yeah. I did watch that. And I read today actually that two of the couples and have just celebrated their two year anniversary. See, nope. I, I, t- I tried to watch Love is Blind, just watched it. I hated it. I did mm-hmm. watch um, Married at First Sight, basically where they give you like a questionnaire and then they try to match. They blind date you, but yeah. you don't actually get the date. You just go and get married. The first time you ever meet this person. Yeah, nah, fuck that. I don't like, mm-mm, mm-mm. I can't do it. Wow. Unless there's like part of the paperwork in, in the agreement that you want to be a part of this experiment is a prenuptial agreement. I don't want nothing to do yeah. with it. But that's the, like, how do you go and get married at first? Like when I say first sight, meaning like, you know, that like, you're compatible because you answered like the right questions, but then they just go and say, you know what? I'm going to give you this person. And yeah, no, I don't the, want that. I can't marry yeah. someone's sight unseen because like, what if on paper you are the perfect man? And then I turn the corner in a wedding dress and you look like Shrek. It's over. Oh, like, I'm see, not marrying see, you. Well, this is so funny. So um, one of my friends that did the other show with us, shout out to E. He uh, he has a friend that was on Married with uh, Married at First Sight. Oh, and dear God. he was like, yeah, he was a habitual liar. The entire show, he wow. just lied And, you know, he, you know, he used anxiety. He used the fact that, you know, he had mommy issues. Everything he could throw at her for why he was like, honestly, just fucking crazy. He would throw at oh, his fiance that he just met at first sight. And, the the main thing with him though the entire show was he didn't really want to get to know her even though they had just gotten married at first sight he just wanted to fuck her and they didn't have sex on their wet night because it's like hey stranger I literally just met you twenty minutes ago and I mean sometimes that happens in regular life though 
but they have been married every bit of like what what they do is they sent they sent all the guys and all the girls on their own like bachelor parties but they sent them together and then after they sent them together then they get married after they get married it's like okay now we're moving in together. It's like, wait, what? How? Like, you you just met each other Tuesday, and by Saturday, you have to be getting married. No, not getting married, but you are moving in together. And that's when you start finding out that these people have issues and shit. Once you find out that they have these issues, you're like, there's no fucking way I can deal with this guy. So this guy, for four straight episodes, he was, like, upset at the fact that she wouldn't sleep with him. And she was like, I- I'm just trying to get to know you, like, I get the show's concept as, you know, married at first sight, but I don't even know you. I don't know your parents. Like, I just met them today and yeah. he was not going for it. So he threw a temper tantrum for four straight episodes only because he could, you know, he couldn't get any ass, which was the most ridiculous fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. Not as ridiculous yeah. as the new shit that we're watching, though. I require you to watch the same show that Justin and I are watching. This shit, um, I'm in love with this, uh, what is it called? I'm in love with a mama's boy. Oh, oh God. God. That is my nightmare. Yes. No, I, I need you to watch this. I, I feel like whenever we do a show now, if you watch it and catch up, we can do recaps because I, I thought Dayton was bad. This shit is bad. Um, I, I'm not going to spoil it. I want you to watch the first three or four episodes and we're going to recap them because I dated a mama's boy once. Um, well, you know what? We'll make this the story of the evening. Oh, you're gonna okay. So that I'm gonna put a pin <laughs> in that. So the, the mom. We'll make that one oh, the story of the evening. So for Steph's stories, we will be hearing about Mama's Boys. So th- this, that. Um, let's play some of these voicemails because we got a few. Yeah. Potato, yeah, ooh, yeah, ooh, yeah. I take back my shout out. You blocked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys doing? Hello, Thomas. We Hello, are Thomas. podcasting right now talking all the shit definitely podcast so i'm sure that these two are definitely about the whole thing with the show so here we go yeah what's the point of getting married just go to bachelor parties i agree with you yeah yeah. (laughs) i I agree um i I don't think i ever told the bachelor party stories to anybody that needs to hear them and i don't want to share them because i actually told us the bachelor story yeah i only told last week story (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, but I'm not. No, you told us the phobia. You you told well, not your bachelor party, but you told us why you have a phobia of strippers. Exactly. We, we'll get Gross. there. We, we have plenty of episodes where we talk about those. And that that was your <laughs> fault. You wanted to talk about these stories, and what do we do? We talked about these. We stories. talked about so, the stories. Yeah. Everyone has issues. That's why you never move in with them. That is true. Absolutely true. Uh, Steph has a few stories about you know, moving in the, the wrong talent. Mm. That, that is all Steph's fault, though. The I wrong talent. Blame Steph on that. Hey, 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 hey! I was horn swoggled. Okay. You were horn swoggled. <laughs> that is the name of the show. I was horn swoggled. Wow. I was horn swoggled. So, so let's get into this game. Um. I'm giving you like a precursor into first 48. So anybody that's familiar with the term Florida man knows that like the state of Florida is just like a shithole. And there's a lot of good news that probably comes out of Florida. And that's usually because they're leaving the state. Um, In saying that, though, I wanted to like incorporate a new segment where we just we read off like articles about like Florida. 
And some will be wild, some will be positive, some will be negative. But I just wanted to start off light for this week. Um, Steph, you know, in the notes, if you want to read one, you can read one. Um, I'll read the first one. So, okay. Here we go. So, <laughs> I, before you get into the story, I was just because I've I've decided that I'm going to re, re binge watch the entire series of The Office while we're in quarantine. Um, and I just got <laughs> to the episode where they were just acquired by Saber and Michael Scott describes Florida as a dirty, lawless swamp. <laughs> yes. And so yes. I couldn't help but laugh knowing that this is the content that we were breaching on this tonight's episode. Yes. This shit is insane. Um the fact that Florida is this way is just scary, but the articles themselves, like the jokes write themselves, the stories write themselves, but if you actually get to look at the criminals and the people who are in the article, you're like, I absolutely understand why. So the first article. Florida man is accused of lashing out at fast food workers over lack of lettuce. So reportedly he wanted lettuce on his sandwich. So a Florida man threw a fit at a fast food restaurant because the eatery didn't have any lettuce to put on his sandwich, according to the Largo Police Department. Police said that they were called to checkers on Olmanton Road around 1130 p.m. on November 4th after employees reported that Henry Ark uh, Cabarello, 49, was beating on the glass window of the drive through and screaming at employees because they didn't have lettuce to put on his sandwich. The employees said that they were afraid for the, self, uh, the safety of themselves and other customers' records show. Police said once they arrived, uh, Ars- uh, Cab- damn, I don't want to say his name. I'm going to just say his first name. Henry was uncooperative and denied the allegations. According to the affidavit, Henry was also, he also refused to provide his driver's license after an officer repeatedly asked him, which resulted in the officer opening the door and escorting him out of his own vehicle. Records showed that they tried to pull his arm away as the officer was placing him into custody, but he stopped resisting once he was placed in handcuffs. He's facing charges of resisting an officer's arrest without violence and disorderly conduct. Um, Wow. Do you ever wonder, like, like, how Florida, like, how these people just managed to, like, all gather in Florida? Like, were they like this before they all decided to move to Florida, or did, like, Florida make them this way? I I think that Florida's the loophole. I feel like that is, like, a portal somewhere, because there's no (laughs) fucking reason why Florida has the shit that goes on. Like, you remember the movie, I don't know if you saw the movie Us, where they had, like, that long-ass escalator, and then it was just, like, the tethers. I Mm -hmm. think Florida houses the tethers, because the shit that they do, like, I don't think any human should just be doing this shit. But that's what I'm saying, like... Are they there because, like, are they in Florida because they fucked up, or were they normal and Florida fucked them up? I, I think Florida fucked them up. Um, Goodness, yeah, my, I'm just go state. Let, let's see. We we have a voicemail. Let's see what they're doing. Okay. Can I get a follow from both of you? Uh, just been watching your thing for a second. I like the topic that you're talking about right now. Uh, if I could just get a follow from both of you guys, I'm following you guys right now. So. Uh, if you don't mind, if you do, it's okay. I just ask. Oh, no, see, we, we hey, shout out to we, Khalil. We are not stingy. Not stingy. Shout out. You get a follow. You get a follow. Following. We, we are the, op- we are the Oprah of stereo. You get a follow. You get a follow. Everybody, Everybody gets, a follow. gets a follow. Yes. Um, <laughs> so I don't know which, which one do you want to read? Yeah, no, um, I want it. So I opened up the second one because it was, I, I could not wrap my I couldn't wrap my head around this. So apparently, uh, a Central Florida man, I, Haines City, Florida. I've never heard of this before. Uh, stole. He was um, thirty years old. 
He's a firefighter in the county, uh, caught on surveillance videos switching barcodes on packs of Pokemon cards at Walmart. Uh, he was taking the barcodes off of lower-priced cards and putting them on more valuable packs and then took them to the self-checkout. Um, he was confronted by a loss prevention officer, um, and he planned to flip the cards to make extra money because he's been struggling financially. <laughs> this is, this is what, this is what makes me laugh. Like one, he's a firefighter. He's got a job. Like he's doing his, the city police chief of the department that arrested him. <laughs> all he had to say was help is a phone call away. Exactly. So I guess you could say that he was trying to catch them all. He was trying to catch them all. And then they caught him. Exactly. Like, <laughs> his thing, like, I remember when Pokemon cards were a thing, but the fact that he went the extra mile and, like, went and replaced the labels. Who are you? What the fuck is going on? A 30 year old firefighter with struggling financial issues in Florida, apparently. Look at, you know what? Pause for a second because I want to shout out to the mic check, the flurry of a mic check that just came through. Um, Shout out to everybody giving us the mic check. We love you. We ain't even. Mic checks. We didn't even call for it. Oh, no, you got it. Thanks, y'all. Go ahead and tell these people exactly what the mic check is, because it is mic check time. Right. The mic check is when we ask you viewers, if you agree with us, if you like what we're saying, if you want to chime in, make it clap. Click that button at the bottom of your screen right there and make it clap. This is how we want you to engage with us so that we can acknowledge that we're doing something right for the people. So mic check means make it clap. Exactly. And share. Don't and no, share. Don't just clap. Share as well. So let me see. That that story was crazy. That I was like, it's like, what is going on here? Yeah. So let me see. So apparently, this guy DeSantis he wants to crack down on protesters by using the stand your ground law. So he offer he also wants to offer immunity to drivers who claim to have unintentionally killed or injured protesters who block traffic and withhold state funds from local governments that cut law enforcement budgets. So basically what DeSantis, uh, Governor Ron DeSantis has drafted an anti-mob legislation that would expand Florida's stand your ground law, a move that critics say will allow armed citizens to shoot suspected looters or anyone engaged in criminal mischief that disrupts a business. More importantly, he says he says that it will allow for vigilantes to justify their actions and he wants to allow you to hit them with your car. And if they die, they die. Okay, one way to channel Dolph Lundgren. Um, But like we're talking about a state where like the where where the standard ground law took an innocent black man's life. It it was essentially one of the one of the biggest, most pivotal moments um, in the Black Lives Matter movement. And you have a fucking state governor who's like, yeah, no, that's a totally fine thing to do. And like I encourage everyone to do it. So we're just Florida's just again a dirty lawless swamp. Like, people are just going to be running around doing whatever the hell they want. Like, exactly what is he governing then? Like, why do we need his job? 
I, I just don't get it, man. But I don't. Hey, this is why. This is why Florida right now, like they are going to become like the Arkansas of like the South because yeah. nobody's going to care. I like, seriously regret ever considering having moved to Florida. Like I'm thankful I never did. Yeah, I, I would much rather move to California and just not be able to afford it and have to possibly yeah. live on the street. Than, <laughs> I would be on Skid Row before I would live in fucking. Uh, yeah, Florida. I, I would be homeless place. anywhere before I moved to Florida. Can, can you imagine, like, if your job told you, hey, you know what? There's an opening in Florida. I would say, you know what? Just leave me here. I hate it here already. Yeah. <laughs> Give me something I'm used to. Like, wow. Yeah, I would literally just be like, hey, listen, uh, I think it's time we parted ways. Like, I think that you and yeah. I have reached our peak, and it's time to go. Did you just break up with your job mm-hmm. for the sake of mm-hmm. not having to move to Florida? Yes. That is fucking hilarious. Yes. Oh, oh my goodness. All right, so our next article in This Week in Florida. Um, wow. So an Uber driver and conspiracy blogger is hired by the same governor <laughs> as the COVID-19 data analyst. I don't get it. Like, the man himself is like, hey, I'm not an expert. Mm-hmm. He says, I'm not an expert. I'm not a doctor. He says, I'm... What? He's like, I also don't need to be. Experts don't have all the answers. Yes, but they're trained. Like they're trained to have most of the answers. I hate this place. We hate it here. Yo, like Earth literally needs a reboot. Like just how like when your PlayStation or your Xbox just needs a reboot, just go ahead and just click that button, Earth. Like I'm not saying twenty twenty second is the blue circle of death. Yeah, like, just tell us to all, if we don't have, like, a hole to dive in for, like, five minutes, just go into your basement. If you don't have a basement, like, go into a McDonald's. There, That's a shithole, too. Just go into a shithole and hide in there, and then just let the reset happen. So all the assholes who decided that they wanted to live, like, sure. Like, 2020 has proven to me that natural selection doesn't exist. Not at all. Because, like, I feel like a good chunk of this population should have been wiped the fuck out. And it's not me being an elitist or anything. It's just because, like, people are fucking stupid. People are dumb. Yeah, but it's just Florida, though. Like, I think I have this vitriol against Florida because of articles like this. Florida yeah. robbery suspect who walked out of Palmetto Police Department in handcuffs on November 2nd was captured five days later, still in the handcuffs. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? He couldn't Wait. get the fucking handcuffs off? Yo, I, it says a 42 days? year old arm. <laughs> so for five <laughs> days, no one said anything to this guy in the state of Florida. Like, why are you wearing fucking handcuffs? Can you imagine being that at Starbucks one and this idiot just... <laughs> it, says, it says, according to the, <laughs> I can't even read this shit. It's so funny. <laughs> so according to the uh, arrest report, John, uh, Ronald John Garrow was initially approached by police for questioning regarding an armed robbery when he attempted to run away on November 2nd. Groh was arrested on an obstruction charge and taken to the Palmetto Police Station where officers wanted to further question him on the armed robbery. Police say that he gave a fake name while at the station, which delayed identifying him before he could be taken to Manatee, I'm sorry, that's what it's called, Manatee County Jail. During that delay, Groh was able to contort his body enough to get his handcuffs in front of his body. This motherfucker was Mel Gibson. Like, <laughs> he, he purposely, he contorted his body to... But you it's actually not that hard to do if your hands are behind your back. 
I, I get it that it's not that hard, but the thing is, you still had them on. Like, five yeah. minutes. so basically, it says that he was able to walk out of the interview, uh, the interview room undetected, make his way through the police station lobby and out the front door. And that's on the police March, department, man. Yeah, that's on the police department. So it says, once taken to jail, police were able to discover his true identity, and then <laughs> again on charges of escape, resisting arrest, giving false name to law enforcement, and contempt of court for not answering a summons for drug possession charges. He remains in custody on bonds totaling more than fifty five thousand dollars. You know what? You got outsmarted by a drug addict. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I see here. No, but every one of y'all like, got outsmarted by a drug addict. I'm telling you, this is Mel Gibson. If you see the photo of this guy, oh this my god, is Mel Gibson. I have to send you the link. Like lethal weapon, Mel Gibson. No, no, this is like Passion of the Christ, Mel Gibson. Like, oh shit, that Mel Gibson. Yeah, it, it's bad. Like leaving voicemails telling you, wow, like that guy. Um, let me see what other, what other Florida stories do we have before we get into the first four? Actually. Let, let's get some voicemails since we yeah. got one. We got a couple. Here we go. Is it gay to fucking self-defecate? Um, that's a stupid voicemail. That is a stupid I, So voicemail. one time I was laying on my back and I put my ass up in the air and I tried to shit. And like I... F- and yeah, nope. He's gone. This is how you get blocked. One time I was... Jesus um, Christ. So bad, so bad. Hey, Greg. Sorry to oh, butt in. Here we go. But your homegirl need to start cooking. Put on an apron, you know, slap some shit. Because <laughs> Thanksgiving <laughs> around the corner. And tell her some season, some shit. You know what I'm saying? I like shit like that. Because I heard she got it. Oh, Lord. What? Oh, exactly. Exactly. <sighs> so... Oh, my goodness. So according to the state of Florida, a man was arrested 10 hours ago because he has a history of being a peeping Tom. So he would video other men taking a shit in a public restroom by leaving oh a God. GoPro in the toilet. That is just, uh, one, who doesn't notice a GoPro in the toilet? Yo, this is absolutely the state of Florida. And I, I can't understand why. <sighs> I can't make it make sense. I don't understand why. But yeah. Yeah. So, you know, here we go with first 48. So first 48 is a segment that I do on like the other podcast where I ask, well, I tell a story and you guys without guessing it, I mean, not guessing it, but without searching for the article, you guess what state this actually happened in. So I think you and I played this before, like briefly. Um, We did. But here we are. So I'm going to give you guys the first one because I think this was pretty entertaining. So. COVID-19 cases rise aboard the first cruise to resume sailing in the uh, in the Caribbean. So it says a total of seven passengers have tested positive for COVID aboard the Sea Dream 1 cruise ship docked in Barbados, according to two passengers on the ship. Passengers who have tested negative for the virus will be able to leave the ship and travel home. Why? Fucking why? Uh, why are we going on cruise ships? As a, why are the, uh, that's what I wanted to know. Like, wh- who thought it was a good idea to go on a cruise ship in the middle of a pandemic as it as cases are rising? I just, I can't make it make sense. It's weird. Like, so the Sea Dream Yacht Club 
their cruise was the first to return to the Caribbean since the coronavirus pandemic shut down in March and was meant to demonstrate that increased safety protocols, including regular testing aboard the ship, could allow cruise voyages to take place during the pandemic. However, instead, one passenger fell ill on Wednesday, forcing the Sea Dream to return to Barbados, where all 53 passengers and 66 crew members were tested. I just don't get it. I don't understand it. I'm I'm trying to grasp the concept of like, why would, why would you want to be on a fucking cruise ship in the middle of a pandemic? Why? (sighs) I don't know. Like, like there's no, there's nowhere to escape. But that's the thing. Go directly there. I think that's what's fucking me up the most about it. Like there are people who go to Tulum and stuff like that. They go in a quarantine and wherever the fuck they are. That yeah, I don't even mind. Like I still think it's fucking stupid. But instead of doing that, you got on a cruise ship. You got on a cruise ship with fifty five, fifty four. If you're a couple, fifty four other people, and decided, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get on here, and I know I've probably been somewhere else. Not you know, not even just that. You know, the cruise ship just doesn't care. They already got your money. Yeah, they're not going to say, hey, where were you last Tuesday? Like you have COVID. <laughs> you have COVID. So so, so full. Yeah, so full transparency here before we get into these two voicemails. So basically, like I have a family member, and I'll tell you who it is later, Steph. So this mm-hmm. family member said, oh, well, we're going to go and get tested this week. So I said, okay, cool, great. Like, you're going to go get tested. You can come and see the baby before we go, you know, before we do Thanksgiving, right? Like, because we're going to mm-hmm. go out of town. We've already gotten our test, but we're driving to where we're going to go, and we have to quarantine there. We have to be there, to, you know, to be mm-hmm. with the family who also is, you know, quarantined as well. Yeah. They told us this on Tuesday. They went and got their test on Wednesday. They got the rapid test where it was like in 24 hours. You know. Yeah, I don't know that I trust you know, having COVID or not. Not only do I not trust it, this is why I don't trust it. So they went and got the test Wednesday. Got the results Thursday. They went to a house party and recorded the shit on Instagram. And we count, we sat there and watched this shit. Like, Yo, it was, was like so a four-minute long there were, when we counted, there were 32 people in this apartment. The apartment could have, it had to have been a two-bedroom. Had It couldn't have been any bigger. It wasn't anybody's house. It was a two-bedroom apartment. And they were just panning around, letting people know, hey, we're hanging out. And I was like, okay, the first moment you motherfuckers get sick, like, I'm going to just look at you like, I, I told you so. America told you so. More important, like, wh- why would you even want to do that? Like, you want to be on a Petri dish. Have yeah, fun, I... But no, I I know a girl who she's 25 and she's, you know, I actually had a conversation with her about this. She's like, well, if I get sick, I'm not going to die. I was like, okay, you do know young people have died from this too. Right. She's like, well, you know, I'm pretty healthy, whatever. I, I just couldn't deal with her at that point. But, um, and you know who this is. Cause I complain about her all the time. Um, mm-hmm. but she went to a, uh, she went to a Halloween party and she put it on her Instagram story and everybody was big. It was crowded. It was a house party mm-hmm. and nobody was wearing masks. And so I actually talked mm-hmm. to her on Friday and I was like, yo, I saw that story. And like, I don't want to be near you or anywhere in your vicinity for like two weeks, at least. She was like, yeah, there were like 200 exactly. people at that party. And I was like, why? Exactly. Why well, read that article next week when it comes out and they're like, Hey, 200 idiots decided that they <laughs> wanted to go ahead and hang out at a fucking party. And yeah. we're just going to, like for me, I think it's because I've seen people 
that you know like either had covid and they said you know what like you know it, this shit's not it's not good like the the singer uh jeremiah like he has it and he's on a fucking mm-hmm. respirator which means like yo this shit can touch you and this isn't like a conspiracy theory show i promise you it's not for me it just hurts knowing that there are people that you consider yourself to be like friends with because they have a brain that's the probably one of the few reasons why you're friends with them because you're like you know what you might be funny or more importantly you might have a little bit of common sense but when you know that you're going it's like if there was a fucking zombie apocalypse and the only thing you needed to do was just stay behind the gate and you're like, you know what? I want to go and jo- I, I want to go on a run. There's not enough space yeah. here. I'm like, what? Like, are you, are you the dumbest mother? Like, why? I, I, like, yeah. For me, it's but, not like it's not a conspiracy theory thing. But like, I've known so many people that have had it, and they've caught it in mm-hmm. like one of my one of my friends is you know a first responder. My I have family members that are first responders, and they caught it because they went to a call at someone's house because like an elderly person fell, and that person had COVID and gave it to you know someone else, and like mm-hmm. it just it spreads unknowingly. And like the people that I know that have had it have not put themselves in any kind of precarious situation where they're with massive amounts of people. Like they happen to catch it through their jobs, and. Um, mm-hmm. And now it's getting to a point where like the resurgence of cases is getting a little too close for comfort. So it's like, you know, a friend of the family who was supposed to be going to my family's house for Thanksgiving, um, they just found out that someone that they went out to the Poconos with, with they, they always go out there. Like, and these are people that are like friends and constantly go on these trips together. It was just this couple that was supposed to go to my house and the, the couple that they always hang out with. Well, the, both of the people in the couple that they hung out with at the Poconos tested positive for coronavirus. And so now they both have to quarantine for two weeks. And it's just like, everybody I know has to get tested for one reason or another. And it's just like, I'm just going to stay home. Like I am perfectly capable of sitting in my house and entertaining myself in a way that I don't understand how, like maybe it's because I am somewhat introverted, but like Mm -hmm. I had, today was the first day I left my house in like eight days and I was fine with it. Mm -hmm. And like the only reason I left my house is because my nails look janky and so I needed to get them done. But like after that, I came back home and that's it. And I'll be home until next weekend. But that makes sense. Not only is it logical, it's like, okay, we get it. You can have a life where people are literally saying, you know what? I'm going to do shit I haven't done before or things I yeah. do normally because it's cool. Like, I think I posted on Facebook that, you know, I've never seen so many fucking people just go and do hookah. And it's like, okay, <laughs> the one fucking thing you can do, the one thing that everybody's telling you not to do, which is share fucking glasses, share cups and all, all that. You're doing that. Like, yeah. Okay. Am, am I stupid here? It's like, I just, I just feel like there's this not, it's not going to happen to me mentality. And it's just like, you're an idiot. Like it is literally happening to everyone. That's why these tests yep. are free. That's why nobody is charging you to take these tests. I can't. And the thing is you can get a test anywhere. Like, anywhere. No, that's anywhere. not true actually. Cause when I had a scare, and someone I know had been exposed and I had to go get tested. I had to drive like 25 minutes from where I live to go get a test because no place near me had uh, tests. No, wait, did you have to get the brain test? Or did you get the normal? Like the, I got the, the brain. The, the No, I got the nor the nose. And it might as well have been the brain test. They shoved the swab up my nose. Yeah. 
And then I, I think they were doing that intentionally to fuck with people though, because oh, like, when the wife, when she was in the hospital, she got that one done. And then like the day after they were saying, Oh, well, you know, they changed the protocol. So you don't have to do the, the nose brain thing anymore. They can just swap the inside of your nose. I was like, okay, like, wait, what the fuck? Like that's some bullshit. Cause I, I went like three weeks ago and they shoved that shit all the way up into my head. Yeah. It, it, it's rough to look at, but hold, hold on. We have, couple voicemails let's just go yeah. here but before we get into these voicemails like Steph, you gotta let them know again like what, what are they supposed to do? yes they're supposed to be making a clap this is the mic check mic means make it clap if you agree with anything we say if you think that we are on the right track if you like what we're talking about make it clap plus press that little button at the bottom of your screen and show us some love absolutely Thank you. We, we we got we got some claps. We, we, I want some more. Like I got two hands. I need both of them to clap. Yeah, just want, all the claps. Give, oh, there you go. Give us the claps. Just make, <laughs> please. Exactly. We're safe around here. <laughs> yeah, I don't give a fuck about no COVID nineteen. That shit don't affect me. I'm worried. I want this bitch to start cooking. <laughs> Yo, oh, Grumpy Christ. sounds like he might already have the COVID nineteen. We running out of breath in that voice now. He has it right now. He is mm-hmm. there. Like, 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 this is just who I am. This, I, I've accepted <laughs> this into my life. It's just me. What else we got? Nigga cat. And look at that. Just like that. Locked. Nigga. Yep. Oh, Yo, those fucking COVID tests hurt. Yeah, they suck they to get done. But like, yeah. Uh, the one I had to go to, I had to wait two hours to like wait till I got the test. Damn. Yeah, I would wait. be, I'd be irate. Now, question: When you went and waited like the two hours, were you in your car or were, like was it the walk-ups? Because I know that they were doing walk-ups for a while, and then like they told people they had to go back and result to like having a car. But the issue is, a lot of people don't have cars. Like when this whole COVID thing first started, and it was just car exclusive, I was like, wait, you can't just get an uber and say hey by the way i'm trying to go get a covid test yeah like, mine mine was in my car um but it was also a walk-up because it was by a major university um mm-hmm. so a lot of these college kids you know being careless little little thoughts had to yeah. walk up and get these covid tests but yeah i'm i'm with the, the, the like uh the that shit hurt i and i had two of them done within a 48 hour period see i would absolutely fucking hate like, yeah, it was miserable. I, just, I hated, I hated watching that shit happen. So just imagine, like, well, I'm saying, just imagine like it happened to me. But like seeing that shit was just ill. Yeah, why would I don't like it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, we got another voicemail. Let's get to this. Well, I'm in high school, so I mean, uh, they had one going on in my school parking lot. So I was standing right outside the school, and like the line was going from inside the school all the way through the lunchroom. Jesus. Like they were going from outside from the parking lot. In the lunchroom, it, it was insane. That doesn't sound like they were following any kind of COVID safety protocols, unless they were doing the whole six feet apart, and that's part of the reason that the line stretched out the way it did. But shout out Absolutely. to Metal Cowboy. Stay in school, yeah. get your education. Absolutely. And thank you for obviously admitting that you're you know, in high school, but hey, life is good. You're, you're, yeah. you're doing the right thing. You're on the right app, and hopefully you just don't become a troll. Please do not become a troll. On do me. not become we a troll. We love, we love you. Yeah, you you are the future of the generation. Uh, for sure. Don't be a fuck up. My old please. ass is relying on you to make sensible decisions for when I retire, so thank you. Exactly. <laughs> uh, um, 
So, you know, let's get um, to the first 40. Wait, oh, before wait. we get into first 48, I'm going to take this a little left because this is something that's happening real time. Uh, I started talking to this guy and he wanted to take oh. me out this weekend. And I like, we had a couple of conversations and I just wasn't, I wasn't sold on it. He seems a little pretentious, a little um, annoying, if you will. And so he was like, yeah, let's go out, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, yeah, sure, whatever. Um, and he texted me. He was like, I feel like there's a lot more I need to know about you. Personally, I'm scintillating. I can't wait for you to meet me. And I was just like, all right. Yeah. I was just like, all right, I'm not going out on a date with you. Cause like, that was stupid. I like, I was off put by that. Wait, so you said he you were scintillating. He said he was it? scintillating. Wow. And that he couldn't wait for me to meet him. Oh, so he's, yeah. Oh, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. A- so I ended up, I ended up making up some excuse for why I couldn't go out with him. But then he texts me today, like oh. right now, and was like, "Wish me a happy birthday." I was like, "That's demanding. Oh. I don't give a shit about your birthday." Wow. Yeah. Jesus. See, I was like, too long. Like, I was like, bro, what makes you think that anybody is going to like have bitches fallen for their shit before? You, you like, do win. Like, don't do not come at me like that. Fellas, what like the guys are in the room, like, you know, ladies first. Like, I I want you guys to make it clap and let us know. Like, is this some shit that y'all deal with in 2020? Like, how is dating in the pandemic? I need we might have to have a whole fucking show about that. Yes. Have you ever had a guy like Steph just had where basically he's kind of demanding? Like, no, he who texts someone is like, wish me a happy birthday. Motherfucker, I don't care that you were born today. Like, why? Like, nobody cares. Yeah. He just wanted to tell me that he had dinner at Black Salt. Oh, oh, that's why he wanted. Yeah. I was like, congratulations. Um, I've been there, too. The food is good. Cool. You're not special. Wait. So basically, like. Hold on. He was going there anyway, so it wasn't anything special to begin with. That wasn't something that he had planned out for you guys to do. It was his birthday, and he was like, "Hey, no, no, no." He was. He and I were supposed to go out yesterday. Oh, okay. And I like blew him off, and then today he texted me and was like, "Wish me a happy birthday," and I was like, "I don't really care that it's your birthday, bro." Yeah. Um. Happy birthday to you, though, sir. We are singing live on the air. Don't care. Wow, um, that is my, <laughs> my co host, friend. Yeah. Oh my god, Jesus, do not Christ. give a shit. It's your birthday, bro. That is <laughs> okay. So, cool. anybody else whose birthday it is today, though, happy birthday to you. Um, but you not just, that guy, fuck that guy. You excluded him out of the birthday <laughs> shout outs. Yep, what in the <sighs> see? This is why we can't have nice things. This, this is, is why, why you we... can't come at me any kind of way. Un- unfortunately, this is absolutely true. Now, you know who does like to, well, you know what? I'm, I'm going to leave it alone. The first 48 story, um, um, a man was banned from this park after rangers catch him cooking chickens in the hot springs. Oh, my God. Now, basically, that story, you know, whenever I read these articles, I'm not going to tell you the state that it actually happened in, and you can't search them. So you have to just tell me what state it possibly happened in. So I'll, read it, I'll read it again for you though so it says man was banned at a park after rangers catch him cooking chickens 
on the hot springs. It says, with the privilege of visiting uh, parks comes with great responsibility uh, of following the rules that protect their natural beauty. After allegedly trying to cook chickens in a hot spring, one man is learning the hard way that flouting these rules comes with pricey consequences. On September the 10th, two years after the offense, this man pled guilty to multiple charges, including foot traffic, wait, no, foot travel in a thermal area and violating closures and use limits. Guess the first 48 state where this happened. I want to say, okay, before we have to guess, mm-hmm. are any of these Florida? <laughs> no. What, 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 have what? we excluded Florida from this because we did the Florida yeah. this week in Florida? Yeah. Okay. Since we did this week in Florida, just this week though. Now, whenever we do another episode, just by chance, we might have Florida in here. Just okay. If, if Florida, Florida is excluded here. from this batch, I'm saying California. California. Um, this actually happened in Idaho. So the oh, Idaho doesn't surprise calls me. suspect says he will serve two years of unsupervised probation and also will be banned from visiting Yellowstone National Park during this time. Additionally, the court ordered him to pay $600 per charge. He had 28 charges. Yeah. <laughs> um, that sucks. Yeah. So it says, according to Yellowstone officials, more than 20 people have died from the burns that they suffered. That's, you know, they suffered from after they entered or fell into hot springs. Warning signs are clearly posted throughout the park, giving visitors no excuse for breaking the rules and risking their lives. However, with more than four million visitors per year, it's no surprise that some just completely stray off the path, literally and figuratively. However, this guy decided to cook 20 eight chickens wow how many people well i have so many questions (laughs) one how did he get 28 chickens there were they live when he brought them well if he he, if he had to cook them like i'm assuming they were dead when he got there because i mean you're not gonna go and still how did he carry 28 chickens to a hot spring and who was he trying to feed did he season i I was gonna did he season them? Well, th- this this guy, they don't, sh- he, you know, it's Idaho, so, you know, I'm just going to sound like a complete... Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, so there's that, but 28 chickens and you decided to, li- you know he tried to set them up like a fucking rotisserie chicken thing, like he put them through like a stick and then just had them like See, I was thinking, well, I was thinking he just boiled them in the hot spring. But can you boil chicken... Like, isn't a hot spring, like, like, it's... I mean, if it's hot enough to cook it, like, it's a rotisserie, it's got to be hot enough to boil them in, right? But how do you know that they're cooked, like, fully? Like, did he have to cut them open? Did he have to, like, use a thermometer and say, you know what? Like, well, Maybe he had a meat thermometer. I mean, I feel like once you've cooked a chicken, you know when the chicken is done. Yeah, when you cook it normally in a fucking oven on a stove, but he cooked it in a hot spring. Like, there's no preset button to that. You can't say, you know what? <laughs> this hot spring is at 350 right now. Yeah. <laughs> you cannot do that. Oh, that. That has to suck, man. So it says that Yellow, yeah. uh, Yellowstone has the biggest concentration of active geysers in the world and boasts over 10 thousand thermal features the park is filled with boardwalks and trails that allow guests to admire this natural phenomenon but it is a 
against rules to travel outside of these designated areas or to place anything into the thermal features. These measures are in place for the safety of visitors as water in the hot springs can cause fatal burns. Just in the past year, more than 20 people have died. So... <laughs> so not only could he have died, we wouldn't have got no poultry. He, <sighs> But like... I, w- I would like to have a conversation with this man. I, I need to I, know why. Yeah, I want to know why. Did like did he not pay his gas bill? Does his stove not work? Yeah. Now, okay, now, I'm going to say something that's going to sound really fucked up, but it's the truth. You know how some people are like, you know what, they get their chicken and they have to clean their chicken? He probably figured he was doing a two-for-one. He said, you know what, <laughs> it's, it's warm water, I'm cleaning the chicken and I'm cooking it. Apparently it's scalding hot water that causes burns. Yeah, yeah. Now, oh, could you man. consider that? Now, since, <laughs> since he was outside when he did it, does this mean that the chicken was free-range? You know what, next story. <laughs> next story. <laughs> next story. Oh, shit. Um, Terrible. Police, hold on. Actually, we have two voicemails. Before we get into the next story, let's get these voicemails. Well, yeah, I hope to do my very best there. Uh, yeah, word up. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, you know, becoming an on-stage comedian is a tough, is a tough task, but, you know. Got to work through it. Them tests real suck, though. But, uh, you know, staying in school and living life. That's, That's like the way to do it. Yeah. Shout out, Metal Cowboy. Yeah. Hey, I'm in Florida. That's a pretty cool uh, thing there. You know, um, <laughs> we have a fucking storm coming. So, I mean, that sucks. <laughs> There's, a storm. There's a storm every day. In Florida. Like, Florida, Florida is a storm. Jesus, that that has to suck to be a kid in high school, and you have to like live in Florida. I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry, man. I wish the best for you, but damn. Now I understand the whole COVID testing. Exactly. (laughs) It's all coming together. It's coming together. Oh my gosh! So our next story: Police arrest a woman pretending to be an FBI agent so she can get free fast food meals at restaurants. (laughs) (laughs) Please tell me this is Marilyn. (sighs) <sighs> is that your guess? Are you guessing? That is my guess. Okay. Police jail a woman in Georgia accused uh. of pretending to be an FBI agent to score a free fast food meal, saying she allegedly threatened to arrest restaurant workers if they didn't serve her a complimentary meal. Kimberly Ragsdale, wow. 47, of Dallas, was charged last week with impersonating a public officer. Fi- Hold on. Wait, wait. <laughs> Hold on, let me finish the article. I'm gonna let you guess the restaurant. I'm gonna let you guess the restaurant because this shit is so fucking wild. Oh God! Um, she was charged last week with impersonating a police officer following repeated attempts to get a free meal at this restaurant, according to a Rockmart police arrest report. Employees at the restaurant told investigators that Regsdale, uh, Regsdale showed up at the location multiple times during the week and post. Uh, I guess she posed as a federal agent while driving a white minivan and also threatened <laughs> to take employees into custody if they didn't comply. <laughs> this is <just> crazy. <laughs> Please shit. tell me it was something like Bojangles or like oh, Zaxby's. Man. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. It added, uh, they added that the woman continued the farce as police arrived to arrest her in the parking lot Jesus on Thursday Christ. last week, reportedly claiming to officers that she was 
indeed an FBI agent and that her credentials were electronic. While being handcuffed, she allegedly what? began to talk into her shirt like she was talking to a radio <laughs> telling somebody <laughs> that we I'm sorry to laugh. This woman is obviously mentally ill, but what Holy the fuck? <laughs> Either she's oh mentally ill or she was really she was really committed to <laughs> committed shit. to the lie. Like, yo. Oh, I gotta read this over again. This is the wildest <laughs> shit I've while being, wait, while being handcuffed, she allegedly began talking into her shirt. She was talking into a radio telling someone that we were arresting her and to send someone to Rockmart PD. Officers wrote in the report, you will not hear a real, F, uh, real officer demand a meal anywhere that uh, Chief Randy Turner told me, uh, media outlets. If it is given, we appreciate it. If it is discounted, we appreciate it. But we do not make threats or demand it. <laughs> Ragsdale was jailed but released on a $3,000 bond record show. Now, I'm going to let you guess what restaurant she tried to pose as a fucking FBI agent. I feel like it's something like like Zaxby's or like, was it Popeye's? Chick-fil-A. Ah! Uh, imagine going Chick-fil-A. To- those people are so nice <laughs> exactly like you know how, how do you tell somebody who's a fake fbi officer or a fake fbi agent my pleasure after they blatantly lie yeah like, you can't do that yo that that my pleasure to arrest your ass bitch yo that was oh my god like reading that yo, one, and i read it live she, like i said she's she's either committed to that lie or she is batshit crazy or both I definitely am going to assume both because anybody who does shit like that definitely needs to be arrested in the worst possible. Yeah. Um, let's see. Next first 48 article. A dog accidentally shoots its owner after its paw gets stuck <laughs> in the trigger of the gun <laughs> and then gets tucked in the man's waistband. Um, <laughs> Texas. Okay. So, so, <laughs> Texas. You, you, you are absolutely fucking right. This happened in Piano, Texas. So a man in Piano, Texas was shot in the leg by his dog early this week. The man had been lifting his dog up when its paw got stuck in the trigger of the pistol, which was tucked in his waistband. The gun then fired a bullet into the man's thigh. This officer David Tilly told the Dallas Morning News, fortunately, it was just a through and through shot. It didn't hit a main artery or anything. He took himself to the hospital. He's doing completely fine. Yeah, his dog Plaxico burst him. Man, listen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I knew that was Texas, but I feel like I know enough people from Texas to know that that was probably Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Um, this one, yeah, this, this one's a crazy one. With this state's hospitals at 100% capacity, their mayor announces that COVID, pos- uh, COVID possible, no, I'm sorry, COVID positive nurses can stay at work. What? Yes, I'll read that again. With this state's hospitals at 100% capacity, this mayor has announced that COVID positive nurses can stay at work. In an attempt to alleviate some of the staffing concerns, this mayor announced that the state health officer has amended an order that will allow health workers with asymptomatic cases of COVID-19 to continue working in the hospitals. Like, uh, okay. I feel like it's someplace like Mississippi or some shit. North Dakota's hospitals have reached their limit okay. in the coming uh, weeks. North Dakota's it's it's the northern equivalent of Mississippi. I mean, what the fuck is in North Dakota? 
I have, I have a bunch of stupid people try. apparently. <laughs> he, I, I just use this guy. His answer for taking care of sick patients is bring them around people who may be asymptomatic, but but still have the virus. Cool. <sighs> I don't he know said, if they know said, how viruses work, man. But here's the thing. The hospitals are already at 100% capacity. Already there. Uh, I don't know. He I says can't. that the state would be sending out new age rapid tests to the hospitals, nursing homes, schools, and college. He says that tests that can... No, he says that the test can produce results in as little as 15 minutes. And it doesn't and they, matter when you have one person walking around just infecting the shit out of everyone. Exactly. But don't we know that COVID, you could test negative on Tuesday and have the shit on Friday? Mm-hmm. So the fact that he's saying this and the fact, what he said, he said that the test can produce results in as little as 15 minutes and could free up health workers who might have been relegated to the sidelines while waiting for their own, own tilt. I can't. I wish I had the dumb, the dumb, dumb like soundboard. <laughs> that that right there is just absolutely fucking stupid. Absolutely yeah. fucking stupid. That, ladies and gentlemen, was first forty-eight. First forty-eight. I, I, I think we have to incorporate this into the show now. We have to because yeah. outside of the fact that it's Sunday, it, it's Sunday. It's a quiet day on here, and plus, there you ain't paying people, so people are kind of like. Up in arms about if they want to use the app anymore. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna use this because we we, we have to. Um, <laughs> yes, but yeah, yes, I saw your message and we definitely did. Um, let, let's get to the news. Um, Joe Scott apparently is launching a new podcast and it is called Joe Scott Presents J Ill the Podcast. Um, shout out to her. Okay. Definitely shout out to her. Um, I feel like everybody's starting a podcast now, and that's fine. Yeah. I'm, I'm all for people. The podcast platform is good. Um, I just really hope that she's not like every other celebrity who started one and then in like six episodes you never hear from them again because yeah. they're busy. It's not they're not us, so they can't say. I mean, she really busy now. Yeah, we're busy. We're <laughs> busy. But yeah, hold on. We, we we have a voicemail. But before we get into this voicemail, st- we gotta have the mic check. Yes, we have to have the mic check. Give us the mic check. Uh, if you like what we're saying, if you like what listening to us, if you are enjoying the content, please give us a clap. Make it clap. Mic check. Absolutely. Here's this voicemail. So this app doesn't pay people anymore? Well, um, according to the sources, a.k.a. the internets, um, yeah. Stereo has not paid people who are in the leaderboard for like what everything since the beginning of november which is yeah it's it, been it's really every every time you get a, a payout you get every few days a new message saying that they're thoroughly checking everybody's content and verifying yeah. information and that your money will be there in two to three days but as someone who has uh put those payouts into motion i haven't seen a dollar yet exactly so. um we now anybody who is in here that has been like a new term, you know, a new term, new time listener. Shout out to you for actually listening first and foremost. Yeah. But for us, we are actual content creators. Don't take this like verified profile that we have on here too serious. Don't say that you couldn't be this way. We actually just have a podcast that does numbers. And more importantly, we've been doing this before this app. We'll be doing it yeah. after this app. 
The issue is we got on this app knowing that we were going to be bringing you guys our show. And we appreciate you guys for listening live. Um, we're on the leaderboard because we hope to give you good content. And I, I want to say that we do. Um, the issue is like we give good content. We do. Yeah, we, we give good content. And other people have given good content as well. However, the, the checks aren't being cleared. I, I, I feel like Roger Goodell has just like, he, he took the money and ran. Um, yeah. I'm only blaming it on Goodell because right now the Patriots are winning 13 to 10 against mm. Baltimore, who look like absolute mm. shit today. Um, that, 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 that's just a thing. And I, I really I hope enjoy this. this. Yeah, of course. Of course. Um, moving right along, though, we have more information. So, did you see the trailer for the Fresh Prince reunion? I did. And I am a little mixed on it. Yeah, me too. Uh, I think it's cool that they're bringing the original Aunt Viv back. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's interesting to see how they tie it into, you know, the finale and yeah. the Fresh Prince as it was. Um, but I feel some type of way that it's Uncle Phil's not going to be there. Yeah. And yeah. so it's not going to be the same. Yeah, some things can honestly be left alone and left where they were, and we could be completely fine with them. Like, honestly, like, I, I know, like, Janet Huber, like, shout out to her. Uh, I'm sure that it's a long time coming for her. Like, she feels like they're finally treating her right and doing the things that they needed to be doing. Mm-hmm. But let's, let's not act like she wasn't treating the entire staff, you know, the entire cast like shit for like 15 yeah. fucking years. Like, she would go on, like, her soapbox and talk cash shit mm-hmm. to every single one of them. And the reason why is because she was so jaded at what had happened. And rightfully so. The issue is we're 30 years removed from the finale of the show. And some things are just better left there. Yeah. Just just left there. Um, Actually, that's kind of crazy because they're celebrating the 30-year reunion. Mm -hmm. Um, No, since it debuted. Now, I'm 33. I wasn't three years old when Fresh Prince came. Like, yeah. Well, I was born in 87. No, I feel like it was longer than, or less time than that. Because yeah, I um, yeah. I feel like I was like well into middle school when the Fresh Prince like debuted. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm like, wait, like, that, are these motherfuckers lying to us? I, they have to be lying because what? It's 2020. Well, actually, mm-hmm. no. 2020, 19, oh, wow. 1990. Yeah. No, because I would have been seven. I yeah, definitely so 19- was older than that when, when the Fresh Prince debuted. Yeah, yeah. No, there's. I was definitely older. I, I can't. Yeah. More importantly, Will Smith, Will Smith was like fucking what? He's like fifty. Yeah. So uh, well, well, actually, no, because he was twenty when he did. Damn, it really was thirty years. Shit. Did we just catch on to? Did we just catch on to like the later years of the show? Maybe. Ma- I feel like. I don't know. I succinctly remember being a child, and this could just be my memory playing tricks on me because you know I'm yeah. Listen, my memory's not all the way there, but I succinctly remember watching the debut episode as a child, and I don't remember being seven. Yeah, me either. I, I'm just hoping that the the show, the reunion, is just one off. Like, yeah, uh, I mean, I think that's probably the case in just celebrating something that was an iconic part of American culture, um, and probably just an excuse for everyone except Will Smith to make a dollar because. What are yeah. any of them else doing? Like, you know what I mean? Like, none of them have had careers after that. Yeah. I, I just, I need to know one thing, though, with this reunion. Everybody is on the reunion except for Nikki. Oh, yeah, that's right. 
Nikki's not a part of the show. Um, I, I hope that. Wait, who did Will Smith end up dating at the end of the show? Was that Neil? That was Tyra. Was it Tyra or was it Neil Long? I think it was Neil Long. Uh, no, Neil was before Tyra. I think. Who Who was his love interest on uh, Fresh Prince? Um, I think it was Tyra Banks. And yes, the first episode aired on September tenth, nineteen ninety. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to think. Like, who, who were? No, no. Will Smith. He married Lisa on the show. He ended up marrying. I want to say her name was Lisa. He was in love with Jackie, though. So Tyra Banks was Jackie, mm-hmm. and uh, Tisha Campbell was Kathleen. Because remember, she had the uh, the Lee's press on nails. Um, Robin, <laughs> Robin Givens was Denise, and I think Denise was friends with Lisa. And you know, she was hitting on Will. So you had that. Uh, you Pat- got a hell of a memory on you. Oh no, I'm. No, nah, I'm online. I'm looking at oh, this. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, Jesus. So uh basically there was Pam Greer. He dated mm-hmm. her. Um he also dated Queen Latifah as Dee Dee when she stuck the little pasta in her nose and he realized he liked her. Sh- shout out to yeah, shout out to the love interest. Um I'm glad he ended up with Lisa. They just better have her on the show too, because Lisa, I'm sorry, Nia Long has just always been fine forever. Like, yeah, forever. she really has always been really beautiful. Yeah. So, remember on Wednesday, you and I had discussed the whole thing about the Jeopardy host, and we were talking about how they said that Tiffany uh, Haddish might be in the running. Um, They've been trying to convince uh, LeVar Burton to be the next Jeopardy host. I saw that, and I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah. I I think Jeopardy can actually just do like Deal or No Deal did, and just like, man, just... Just fade into the black. Yeah, okay. I feel like I feel like they can let Jeopardy go because like Alex Trebek is just so iconic. Like there's no way that anybody, even LeVar Burton, is going to fill his shoes. So I think if they let Jeopardy go and maybe revisit the idea of re, like a resurgence in the future or something, like that might be a, a good concept. Alternatively, if they bring back one of like the greatest all time winners, yeah, to host it, that might be you know not Ken Jennings. Ken Jennings sucks, and his oh, his no. lisp bothers me. Yep. Um, but there are definitely other people on the show, like the guy that the the, the Vegas sports betting dude. He's too socially awkward, but I actually liked him, James yeah, Holtower. He, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, I liked him. He couldn't host it because he's just super awkward, but. No, he can be a a co-host. Like mm-hmm. you have one here and one there, and then you know, change. You know who I think would be a good host because he's got the Kelly Clarkson. No, oh no, no, no. He was a he was a former winner on Jeopardy, um, and he has the personality for it. You remember the bartender from New York, Austin? Wow, I think he'd yeah. be a good host. I, I think he. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he would liven it up some. He was he's really intelligent. Mm-hmm. Um he's got a good personality. He's he's good with speaking. I think that he would be a good host. You know what? I could see it. Not only can I see it, I, I want that now. Yeah. You're I, welcome. I that, that is what we deserve. Steph, as usual, has come up with an absolute gem and we all need it. Casting couch Steph. <laughs> Exactly, <laughs> Aston Couch stuff. Uh, what, what, what other news do we have? Because we still we still have to get back into this this talk about you know the guy, 
Yeah. You know, your, your, your earlier talk when we were speaking, but yeah, yeah uh, your, your mom's boy story. We're, we're going mm-hmm. to be because, but you know, if you guys are listening again, I know we keep saying it, but we're going to keep hammering it home. Um, make it clap, please. If you are fucking with the show, I need you to go and share it. I need you to go ahead and make that clap. Like use the hand emojis. We need to know that you are here. We see you, but we need to know that you're here when we're talking. So thank you so much. Our next story though. Um, we mentioned this two weeks ago that Selena was coming to Netflix. Yes. Uh, the issue is now the family is suing for over a million dollars because no, 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 it's not her not- family that is suing. It is the producer of the movie that is suing her family. And I, I read the article, the producer apparently pitched the concept of a show about her younger years back in the nineties and it never went anywhere. So now he's suing the family for a million dollars because this show came out on Netflix. Apparently this producer says that he owns the rights to Selena's story. How you, you don't own the, you made the movie. No. Yeah. No. I don't, I don't understand. I mean, I feel like this is just a last last ditch effort to make some money off of the name, but like realistically, like that movie was so successful. Mm-hmm. Why are you like trying to nickel and dime the fan? Like what the fuck is like, what is wrong with you? But the thing is, don't they they show that movie on Lifetime constantly? Like yeah. the royalties from that movie are enough to carry this person to the end of their life. Yeah, and the thing is, he's good. The director and the actors and actresses, like they're good forever because of J Lo. Like yeah. as long as her name is relevant, that movie is relevant because her career hinges on that movie. So yes. the fact that they're gonna they're gonna play that shit on a Monday afternoon and then play it again on a Friday and then play it on a Wednesday. Like that unpopular opinion. That is the only good performance that Jennifer Lopez has ever put on in her career, Thank musically you. or, or theatrically. She's a shitty Thank actress you. and a terrible singer. Thank you for giving me this current moment to give to the people. Oh, I love you so much. This, this is what <laughs> we're going to do. Um, I wanted to do this with you but I didn't put it on the docket. Okay. I wanted you to give me five movies that Jennifer Lopez was a good actress in. I don't have five. Now, I have one. <laughs> now, the thing is, uh, if you have one, that's fine. I was going to give you some movies that anybody else is listening like if you feel like j-lo was actually a good actress in certain movies feel free to let us know yes um, please prove me wrong and i'll go back and rewatch. but like in my humble opinion i don't think that jennifer lopez yeah. is talented yeah um we're gonna go through her imdb because i'm so conflicted when it comes to j-lo because i feel like they put her in the most like the most you're just here role and the movie carries it like the movie carries her as the actress she doesn't mm-hmm. carry the role if that makes yeah. any sense it's like yeah, like anybody could do this um the issue with j-lo for me is the fact that a lot of the shit she does or she has done nobody cares about like five or ten years later so let's just yeah. go through some of the the popular movies um hustlers do you feel like that was a good movie by j-lo no i mean i don't think it was a good movie at all like the hype that it got, I was amazed when I watched it because I was like, this movie was not worth that much attention. Agreed. Um, what about this movie's second act where she found out that she could get a job by lying on her application? Yeah, I didn't even watch it. Yeah, I, I tried to watch it and uh, yeah. Yeah, no. I couldn't. 
What about the boy next door where she ends up sleeping with the high school kid, which is definitely not legal. Yeah, that I didn't watch because of that. Like that whole premise is creepy. Why do I want to watch a movie about this? Yeah. And here's the thing, like they purposely like gave her sex scenes so people could see. Like, oh, yeah, I don't. mm -mm. Yeah, some things I'm actually okay not seeing. Mm -hmm. I could live my entire life not knowing that. Um, There's a movie she did with Jason Statham called Parker. I didn't even hear about that movie. Okay, um, (laughs) let me see if I can find the the IMDb of this movie. So Parker is set in Palm Beach, Florida, and the film revolves around professional thief Parker, who is double-crossed by his crew. He sets out for revenge and helped by a real estate agent, J-Lo, um, or Jennifer Lopez, in a quest to steal what his former accomplices intend to rob at a jewelry heist, mm. a.k.a. J-Lo, or Jennifer Lopez, doesn't have much of a role here. She is yeah. just, she's just a pretty face in the movie. I feel like that's a lot of like that's a lot of what people cast her for. Just the pretty Hispanic girl in the movie. Yeah, um, it's going to be a no for me for Parker. Um, there's a movie by the name of What to Expect When You're Expecting. The fact that I have no fucking clue what this movie is, I'm just going to give it a note. It's based on a book um, mm. that, that was written for women on what they should expect when they're having a baby. Um, I, for obvious reasons, have not read the book, nor did I watch the movie. Jesus. <laughs> oh, see, see here we go um monster what is this monster in law um yeah i, I hear good that. things about this movie i, I, I don't the thing is i've heard good things but mm-hmm. none of the good things were about j-lo it was about yeah. uh jane fonda yep. like that's exactly what i was gonna say uh the only good thing about that movie was jane fonda's uh jane fonda's role jennifer lopez was not good yeah. Yeah, so we can just say no to that. Um, what else do we have? What about Jiggly or G- what is it? Jiggly. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Wait a minute. Is it Jiggly or Jiggly? Jiggly. So the other G is silent, but the first yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I didn't watch it because that was during the Benefer phase. Uh, and I just think that the two of them together were really stupid and like that whole relationship was a sham. So when they decided to do a movie together, I was like, this is going to be a train wreck and I never watched it. And sure enough, based on the reviews, it was in fact a train wreck. Uh, and so yeah, I'm glad I never watched it. Okay. Let's see. Um, Anaconda. Remember she was in that one. Oof. Yeah. Uh, I just didn't like that movie period. Yeah. Saying, and here's the thing: I was only entertained because people were dying from stupidity. I that, <laughs> that was that was the most entertaining part of it. Um, what else yeah. do we have? We have Money Train. Now, I will say this: Money Train was a really good movie. Wasn't Actually, a good movie I've because of J Lo. So, Money Train is with uh, Woody Harrelson and Wesley Snipes. It was supposed to be like a buddy cop film, mm-hmm. and they had just done um, what is the movie called? Um, White Men Can't Jump. And okay. people wanted to see them in an in a action thriller. So they put them in this movie together with Money Train. And J-Lo was the love interest of both. Basically, she went on a date with Woody Harrelson. He, like, fell in love with her instantly. However, um, Wesley Snipes, at this point in his life, like, he was just fucking all of his co-hosts, uh, his co-stars in the movies. Mm-hmm. And he, he would go, like, he had a sex scene with her. You could see titties and everything. Like, that was J-Lo's part in the movie. She was the 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 interest and she caused a divide between the two brothers and then they came together for the greater good like 
but she wasn't a bad guy. She was just more so like the love interest who ended up. Nobody but she didn't have any substance. Heart. She was just the girl. Exactly. Um, yeah. So okay. we're just not going to put that. There's there. no acting required. <laughs> no acting required. Um, this one out of sight with George Clooney. Um, I remember seeing that. And I remember being like, I think that was the movie where I was like, wow, she's really not a good actress. Like, I think that that was the movie. Why is that the same movie that I said the same thing? <laughs> not only is this not good, it hasn't been good and it won't yeah. be good. Like, J-Lo, like, I-, I hate to shit on her because I'm sh- sure she's a really nice person. And I feel like she's probably not. She, she probably isn't. It's- maybe that's why Mariah Carey hates her so much. Mariah Carey is also not shit, though. Like, she- yeah, she's an asshole. Shit. But the thing is, I wouldn't mind being in a room with Mariah Carey. Because if I'm not laughing with her, I'm definitely laughing at her. Yeah. J-Lo, I would just be like, huh. Ew, this like, thing, bitch. <laughs> yeah, like, so, so, so far, we've run through a lot of these movies. We're, we're going to skip over the ones that nobody cares about, like Jersey yeah. Girl and Made in Manhattan. So I do have to say something about Made in Manhattan that made me very angry about Jennifer Lopez. Huh? Um, why was she playing an Italian girl? Wait, she was Italian in this movie? In that movie, she was Italian. Wow. And I was like, one, you're a terrible actress playing a Puerto Rican, which you are. Mm. People are going to expect you to pretend you're Italian now? Oh, no. Now, question. Yeah. Is J-Lo acting in that movie worse than Zoe Saldana playing a Colombian and Colombiana? Um, well, so here's the thing. At the very least, Zoe Saldana is already Hispanic. So mm-hmm. she's got that going for her. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Lopez is not Italian. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. so that, that made me mad. I was like, why was it so necessary to cast her as an Italian woman when she could have just been Hispanic? Okay, so not to like, say that it would have Jennifer- saved her performance in any way, shape, or form. I was just wondering, like, it's always bothered me. Now, do you think like J Lo was to like the early two thousands what like uh, Jennifer Lawrence is to like now? Where it's like they they can't really act, but they just put them in roles that are so easy that it, it doesn't even matter. I don't know. I really don't. I mean, I feel like yes. I feel like that might be the case just because like after she came out with on the six, like she blew up almost immediately. She was this former fly girl who put out this album from the Bronx and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And like, she, she fit this kind of niche group that didn't have a representative. And so like, she got all this hype Mm -hmm. as a result of what she looked like and what her background was, as opposed to whether or not she had talent. And because she was this pretty girl with a fat ass from the Bronx, like, mm-hmm. let's put her in everything. You know what I mean? Let's let's capitalize on the notoriety as long as we can. And then, like, she just fell by the wayside. And you know what? Like, she's on a show now where she, like, judges dancing. Props. I think she's a phenomenal dancer. She just can't open her mouth. Wow. You, see? Th- this is why we are friends. This is why your life matters, my life matters. J-Lo's movies don't. Nope. 
They, they don't matter at all. We have a voicemail. I, I think someone is going to say that they actually enjoy J-Lo's movies. I, I, I actually believe I that's think that's happened. a bold statement, but okay. Here we go. How soon into a relationship do you think you should bring up like a fetish of yours? Um, Holy shit. And also, I guess, counterpoint, you know, how open should you be to someone's specific sexual interest depending on how much you like that person? Would you go for it? You just shut it down straight away. How important is it to you? That is a great question. Yeah, let's just go ahead. Thank you for the question, sir. I don't remember his name. Let's just shout him out because that was Burton Reed. Burton Thank Reed. You so much for that voicemail. Yeah, but we're going to pivot from J Lo movies to answer your question. Yes. Greg, do you want to take a stab at it first? Or do you want me to? Um, me, I, I'm a glutton for punishment, so I need to know all the information, like, immediately. <laughs> I, I need to know, like, for, for me, it actually entices me more to know all the shit that you do and don't do that way. I don't have to go and guess, because I don't want to be the person to put something somewhere and you don't like it. So I'm like, just let me know now. That way, you know, I'm anticipating either doing it or not doing it. But more importantly, like, I just know, like, it's just that. Um, however, when is the question, like, that's something you don't do on the first date. You don't do on the no, first couple. No, not weeks. at all. You, you, you say you I think it, as like, soon you know, as you know that the feeling is mutual, that you want to have sex with them, and they definitely want to have sex with you, then that conversation needs to be had. If it is something that you intend to act on the first time y'all have sex, yeah. If if the if enjoying if enjoying the sexual act is contingent upon feeding your fetishes then that is a conversation that needs to be had as soon as you know that they want to have sex with you um and as far as bending by for how much you for how much you like that person i think that just depends on what your threshold is like i have done some weird shit for people who who have liked it in the name of love um but if like i i really do like the person a lot and they were like yeah, I want to choke you to the brink of death. I'm going to be like, listen, my life is a little more important than having sex with you. And that's exactly. just what it is. It really just depends on on how comfortable you are and, and where that line is for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I, I'm, I'm all for, you know, kinks and shit like that. But certain things just know. Like, I, I was listening to a show on here. And a girl was saying that, you know, when she has her moments with her own sex toys, those are her moments and she shouldn't have to share those with her guy. And I was like, I absolutely agree. And a guy said, well, what if I want you to share them with me? And I said, oh, well, here we are. Like, (laughs) I said, like, yeah. um, No. Yeah. So he he (laughs) went to because she was talking about shout out to Ash. She was talking about like her 15 inch uh what do you call this thing is it a, it's like a double something like a double dildo where it's like mm-hmm. a hand on both sides mm-hmm. and the guy commented and said that what if he wanted a little action on that and at that point i said you know what as i sit here eating a piece of string cheese i'm going to stop eating the string cheese because I, I, I wasn't prepared for that <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, see like I, that's I something prepared. like I'm not, I'm not yucking someone else's yum, but it's not my yum. And so it's not going to yeah. be something where I'm like, yeah, absolutely. I'm going to just stick this in your ass and see how you like it. Like there's, a, there's just a certain level of discomfort for me on that. And so it's like, listen, if that works for you, then that's all well and good. And I hope you find someone who will provide that to you, but it's not going to be me. Yeah. But 
you know, and, and I guess just like in the like grander scope of kinks and shit like that, like you do have to say that I want people to say the no's first. Like I don't care like all the shit that you do like. I just need to know what I can't do. Like if yeah. I know what I can't do, I can assume the things that you like and I can learn those. I'd rather learn those later. But just like when we are starting to get to know each other and you're starting to go from that aspect of asking the basic questions like, hey, you know, what's your name? What do you do for a living? And then you start slowly transitioning to that do you like this? Do you hate this? I don't want to know about the stuff you like yet. I feel I, I like just tell you. me which which list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell me what list is shorter. And then I'll just go from yeah. there. See? St- Steph got the answers. Steph got the answers. So I'm not here. I'm like the young Dr. Ruth. So <laughs> in, uh, in, we're going to finish up the news and then we have a hot topic and then we're going to talk about that other story that, you know, <laughs> I, I, I need to know. Mama's boy story. I, I can't mm-hmm. believe that many people. But basically, Eric Trump tweeted to Minnesota to go and get out the vote <laughs> seven days after the, uh, the election. Um, the response, not, the public his, response to that was astounding. Rather, it was amazing. Like, how do you... <sighs> He, he tweeted November 10th, 2020 at 7.35 a.m. Minnesota, get out and vote. Yeah, I don't know. And like people are blaming it on the fact that it was a scheduled tweet and it went out a week late. Like, does, I'm sorry, scheduled or not, do you not know when election day is? Yeah, like, do you, you scheduled it, didn't you? Can't yeah. You go, back like into if, your, you go into a calendar, right? Yeah, and then like you didn't log into Twitter that day and be like, hmm, that's weird. I scheduled a tweet and it didn't go out. Exactly. I don't. Okay. Like, it it only feeds into the stereotype that his sons are idiots. Absolutely, but it, it's the family tree. It's the motto. Like, yeah. I, I'm. Yeah. Next article. Um, this one's kind of stupid, but it is what it is. Cynthia Bailey says that none of her 250 wedding guests have tested positive for coronavirus, and the wedding shall commence. You know what? This is this pisses me off because this is just rich people problems. Because nobody I know that is a middle class that has had a wedding planned during this pandemic was able to have their wedding because the venue was like, "No, absolutely not. We're canceling your wedding." How the fuck do you have a two hundred and fifty person wedding during a pandemic? And at what point in time do you say, "Oh, I might be putting people in danger. I'll just either narrow the number down or I'll push it out until this is safe." Like, does she need to get married? so badly that she needed to have a 250 person wedding like you couldn't just have a little ceremony and then have a big party afterwards if it was about the marriage no it's about being seen yeah i I actually hate her for this um yeah i don't even know her it's just it's not like one of those hates where it's like you know what like i hope something bad happens to you it's just like no it's just careless it's like what the yeah like who do you think you are that just it sucks to know that there are people who are that inconsiderate about others like Mm -hmm. 10 15 people 20 people you decide you want to have an outdoor wedding cool and mind you she's already been married before so you can't even use the guise of you know what i I only get this one time this This is my dream wedding like yeah you've been this is your second yeah so the fact that she's doing this and she says that all the precautions that her and her husband have taken you know they're you know were worth it in the end yeah sure if you say that i'm sorry that's cool but like you have just put those 250 people in danger all of the people they live with in danger all of the people that work with them in danger like you don't understand the the growth 
of of the tree that that spreads like you don't did you not look into that the way that works like but also when it comes to weddings though just think about it everybody else sits collectively the bride and the groom usually aren't really around a lot of people Mm -hmm. other than like if the person wants to take photos and shit like that think about it you sit by yourself you are standing by yourself when you do things it's usually just you and your spouse and then, like, if people want to take photos, they do take photos, but they're usually taking photos of you. They're not yeah. taking photos of themselves in the equation. They're just around other people. The dance floor, they're around mm-hmm. other people, but nobody's really around you. I looked at all yeah. of my wedding photos when I was reading this article. I was like, yo, like, a lot of my wedding photos, yeah, there are people around, but everybody's at a distance because I'm with the wife. Yeah. This should just sound stupid. Um, Pointless. I-, I wish them the best, but I just... <sighs> Then oh, oh oh my God! She said this in the article. She said that uh, she left before the toasts were given because people started taking off their mask, and I just got very nervous. Bitch, then don't have a two hundred fifty person wedding. Yeah. And, oh, I'm sorry. It wasn't her. So this was one of her friends who was also on another show, The Real Housewives of Potomac star Gazelle Bryant seems to have been one of the guests that left the event early. However, according to Gazelle Bryant, she left early because people were taking their mask off. She said. I was very nervous, too. When it first started, absolutely everybody had either a shield or a mask on. But then people start eating and drinking, and that's when it was chaos a little bit. She added she left before the toast began because people started taking their mask off, and I just got very nervous. No shit, Sherlock. That, that's, one of the, that's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard. I don't even give it, like, I don't give a shit. You're the queen of England, and you invite me personally with a hand-delivered note to your 250-person wedding. I'm not fucking going. Oh, but th- th- it gets so much better. So in the article, it says that on the 10th of this month, that one of the like crew who was recording said wedding test positive for COVID. You know what? I can't. <laughs> I really just can't. I can't wrap my head around the level of stu- like just inconsiderate like stupidity. It- I'm I'm learning that like you can have a brain, but you can still be empty-headed, and a lot of these people are like. Mm-hmm. Let's let's get these voicemails. More importantly, before we get these voicemails again, it's it's time for mic check. Mic check. Make it clap. If you fuck with us, if you like the show, share it and give us a tap on the like button at the bottom. Make it clap, people. Thank you so much. We we love it. We love y'all. More importantly, let's get these voicemails. Do have y'all? went through the Trump family tree. It is crazy. Some of the crazy stuff that they've done through their family heritage. I can only imagine. I've heard things. I haven't taken the time to go through the family tree myself, but I've heard some really fucked up shit about that family, which doesn't surprise me. It does not surprise me. Yeah. That has to be one of the shortest fucking trees on planet. <laughs> like, just I, full I, I of ugly ass raggedy lips. Yeah, just, <laughs> like, like, have you ever watched The Hills Have Eyes? Like, that's what I just mm-hmm. see. Like that family being like, uh, just a whole bunch of just like, like creeps. Like, why? Like, why are y'all this way? And I, I'm, only yeah. it, I'm only saying it because of what I've seen. I don't want like the ghost of their ancestors like coming at me or nothing like that. It's just more so. It's like, yo, like. I feel like if the ghosts of their ancestors come for you, they're probably too stupid to figure out how to get in anyway. <laughs> like, I just, I want that family to do what Trump's wife said, and that is be best. Whatever the fuck that means, <laughs> I want you to be that. Like, I want them to be best. But the issue is, none of them can be the best because, how? Just how? You know what? 
no, no more politics for the rest of the show. No, no more, more politics, politics because God, I hate, I fucking hate that fan. Like the I only just, family I, I hate more. The only family I hate more than that family is fucking the, the family from Home Alone. Any family that can leave, <laughs> any family that can leave a kid in Chicago yeah. in the middle of winter, mind you, that's their kid. Like, oh my god, mm-hmm. twice. Imagine, imagine you, you only have one kid and you left him in Chicago. Because you had fifty-eight other people, nobody. No, Let, you know what? Let, can we talk? Wasn't about that for a wasn't Buzz the wasn't Buzz his brother? Buzz was his brother, and he had a sister. Here's yeah. the issue, though. Not only do you have a mother and a father, you have a brother and a sister, and nobody looked for him the entire. They went from getting dressed, like rushing out of the house. I don't know why you were rushing when you already had an organized flight. You had a van that was already there the night before. Check the movie; like the movie already had the van there. Then. They get to the airport. Everybody goes through security clearance. The mother, the father, they had f- at least like 15, 20 other family members that all got oh, on the yeah. same fucking plane. Not a single person said, yo, where is Kevin? What the fuck? Like, yeah. it, it took going. They got to where they were going. They got to the destination. And then they were handing out. More, wait a minute. How are they handing out luggage for somebody who didn't make the trip? Because I don't think he packed his own. Like, they packed the van the night before. And then, if you remember, the next morning, the neighbor, that little nosy neighbor kid rummaging through the mm-hmm. van with his back turned. So they counted him thinking that he was there. But okay. here's the problem. At what point in that van ride to the airport did you not realize that the youngest member of your family was missing? Exactly. It's <laughs> a fucking ride. Nobody said, like, you know what? Nobody was no, like, Kevin's really quiet. Like this is a kid. This is a kid who is a smart ass. Spills he like he creates a ruckus everywhere he goes, and all of a sudden he's fucking quiet for the van ride to the airport. Like what? Yes, yes. Still a good movie. I mean, I'll still watch. Good movie. I mean, only white people eat pizza and drink milk. That's why that milk. Yeah, I pizza and milk. What? uh, Yeah, I was a little thrown off by that myself. But think about it. That was the first movie. The second movie, he actually flew, he went to the airport with him, and the same thing got a different they took flight. Him to New York. <laughs> How the well, that's because he he followed a guy that had the same scarf as his dad and got on the wrong plane. But again, like, how do you not realize the youngest, most rambunctious member of your family is not with you? Yeah, but with that being said, he said when he got on the plane, and the lady said, "You know, is that your dad?" He said, "Yes." Did he just not walk past his father at all? Because it was a full yeah. flight. Yeah. So you just didn't say, you know what? Oh, just take any seat anywhere. He just took whatever seat, which is cool. But you couldn't, you know, say, hey, dad, you forgot me. Yeah. Who the fuck I was. Like, nobody could have said that at all. More importantly, no. the gate, he, he knew where he was going. They were going to France. That mm-hmm. thing at the airport said New York. New York and France don't even sound alike. Yo, you know what? Hey, listen. We, we, we need to do like a, a deep dive evaluation of Home Alone. I, I think that's yeah. what we're going to do for the holiday season. You and I are going to, we have to sit through each of these movies and we have to like just do a, a grand episode on like some of the wildest shit because if we were 12 or 13 years old and we had like burglars and shit that were just coming after us and yeah, it, it would go completely different. But Yeah, no, I'd have been dead. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> definitely. Uh, but, definitely been dead. Oh, but thank you guys for the uh, the claps and everything. We need more yes, of those. Yes. To keep sharing this stuff because honestly, it seems like Sunday's a quiet day, but it's fine because we are here with you. You are here with us, and we enjoy you being here. So we need we you to go and leave voice you. notes. Yeah, 
Let, let, let's get this voicemail out the way. Yeah, this sounds like this is about to be another super spreader event. Yep. Sure Absolutely. is. Yep. I know somebody who got COVID-19s. COVID-19. I feel like at this point, everybody knows someone that had COVID-19. Mm-hmm. I just can't wait like, for Jordan or LeBron to come up with a sneaker and it's going to be called COVID-19. And somebody's going to <laughs> Yo, if you buy it, it I'll smack happen. you. If you buy it, I'm going to smack oh, you. Yeah. You ain't got to worry about me buying them. Like, I, got <laughs> to buy. I ain't buying no sneakers. It's not that. <laughs> All right, so you know we're not going to keep people too long with this, but we yeah. definitely need to discuss this article. So it says Pam Long of Total says that she lied about sexual assault claims against her ex-husband Jamie Long. She says, "I'm sorry for the shame I brought to your name." So I don't know if you want to read the article. You as a lady, like I feel like it'll probably be best coming from you. Um, <laughs> but um, basically. Pam Long, formerly of R&B Group Total, has been very vocal speaking her truth on her marriage to ex-husband Jamie Long, who is currently married to Santoya Brown Long. Which I did not know. I did not know this at all. Yeah. I did not know that he was married to Santoya Brown. You know what? I'm Shout out to her. I'm glad for her. Absolutely. Came out winning. That that that's she is not only what but do you do you want to read or do you just want to go into this? Because let's just let's just go into it. I mean, the gist of it is that when she was married to him, she she accused him of sexually assaulting her, um, and on multiple occasions, um, and and made it uh, made it a thing, uh, made it publicly known that she felt this way, and um, and now all of a sudden she's having a change of heart, and and you know she has trashed his name. Uh, as a result of it, at the family, the church, to the friends. To, so, like, this man has, has been living with this kind of accusation hovering over him for the, the entirety of, I guess, what was their marriage and, and the, the time thereafter. He had time to move on and marry Santoya Brown. Um, and so, you know, let's let's just get into the, the topic because I feel like this happens more frequently than just this particular case, but because it happened with a public figure, uh, public-ish figure, um, you know, it, it got a little more nor- more notoriety. Um, first and foremost, before we get into it, I want to say Pam was the least important member of Total. Absolutely. That's why her name was last. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody knows Kima and Keisha made that, that group. Absolutely. Anyway, so if you, if a woman lies about a sexual assault, should she be punished for it? Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree with you. Absolutely. I agree with um, you because the, I, I feel like the, um, the repercussions of having to deal with an allegation like that are damaging enough to require that a punishment of some sort. Like we're not talking about like, Oh, he like stole some money out of my purse. Like, no, you're talking about a sexual assault. Like we have a registry in this country where sexual offenders have to register themselves when they commit a sexual crime. And you are putting your ex-husband in a position to have to do that when he is not guilty of doing that. That could have ruined his life. Exactly. And so, yes, I, I'm a firm believer in the fact that if you falsely accuse someone of sexual assault, of rape, of anything, really, you should be punished because it is a waste of time. 
for whoever's investigating it. It is a waste of resources on our police departments. It is a waste of, of people turning their wheels. It is a waste of that man's time trying to clear his damn name. All because you didn't, you needed some attention. Fuck that. Yeah. Like I just, I'm trying to like grasp the concept of like, the actual false like accusations. Um, I'm not going to say she played the victim because somebody will say, well, what, what if she actually was a victim? It just, you know, it just was an isolated case. That could be true. However, she got on a soapbox and she lied. And then there was no consequence to the actions. I just need yeah. to know what the consequences should be. Like, you know, I, I'm going to make this topic. So give us some more of your thoughts while I make this a topic. So let me see. I feel like, I feel like, I mean, I'm a firm believer in the punishment should fit the crime. I think that there should probably be um, some sort of way to calculate how much time was wasted and how many resources were wasted in trying to, to help this woman or um, to, to, you know, determine whether or not what she was saying was actually true and make her serve jail time for that. Like, if it took six, seven months of people just doing shit to make sure that you were right and he was wrong or, or you know, follow up on your allegations medically, um, legally, criminally, like whatever time that took is how much time minimally you should be spending in jail. Yeah. It is not a felony I crime. That- I think it's a misdemeanor, but like you should absolutely repay that time to society. Yeah, you you have to go to jail. Um, yeah, but what 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 fucks me up the most about the shit is, you know, you lied on this man. That man mm-hmm. was your husband, and you're still carrying his fucking name. Her yep. name. She was not born Pam Long. She no. married him. Mm-hmm. She married Jamie Long. She kept his name, knowing she lied the entire fucking time. How do you? You have to have and some type of fucking nerve. Furthermore, I'd like to know what the impetus was for waiting all this time and then being like, yep, I lied. Oh, that honestly, that wasn't even to hurt him. No. That was to hurt the wife. Yeah. That was to hurt Centoya. He, she saw, wait, he's happy and it's not yeah. with me. Not only mm-hmm. is he happy without me, he's happy and his life went on. Yeah, I made yeah. those allegations and everything went out the way that it went out. And yeah, I may have gotten some like gratification at the beginning, but life does go on. You know, my rule of thumb is nobody gets canceled. Think about it. Nobody that we've tried to cancel has completely gone away. They tried to cancel Dave Chappelle. He ain't gone away yet. We nope. keep hearing about R. Kelly, even though we don't want to hear about him. We yeah. keep hearing about uh, fucking uh, Cosby and all them. Nobody gets mm-hmm. canceled. The issue, though, is... What happens when people fucking lie about allegations? Like when I say lie, I'm not talking about, hey, you know, they they stress the truth, but something actually happened. When they come out and say it did not happen that way, there has to be a consequence. I'm not saying, you know, nail them to the cross. I'm not saying, hey, do this, you know, bad, do this to them. Like, no, just there has to be a consequence for your actions. You could have ended somebody's like life. There are people right now that are like, in jail for shit that they haven't done. And I hate seeing the articles like, oh, this person did 17 years of prison and they finally found the killer, but they had a settlement for $500,000. Yeah, and the, like that, 
blows my mind. And I'm, I'm actually going back and rereading the article. She actually, um, she initially came out with it after he, after it was revealed that he married, um, Centoya Brown. And so this is, this is a case of a woman scorned, but like she was, she was like, you know, he's a manipulator. She needs to watch her money. She's famous now. So like, he's after that. And it's just like, homegirl, like you do remember that you were not shit after total broke up. Right. (laughs) He wasn't with you for the money. Like it was nothing about that. And so like, it's just mind blowing to me, but I'm with you. Like, People who like, and then it's again, it's the punishments to fit the crime. Like if you get locked up for something that you didn't do and you spend 25 years in prison, like this, this United States government owes you a whole bunch of shit. Like there's no way that people can honestly be like, yeah, no, it's totally fine. I I accept this. It's okay. Like I just, you know, mm -mm. I I don't want to make it a man versus woman thing. I, I really don't. However, when it comes to shit like this, it's always a case of I'm just sitting back and I'm waiting for the same people, those, those justice warriors who are on like social media and Twitter. When mm-hmm. like when she came out with this in 2019 and she said this, everybody's like, well, fucking cancel him. He's only with toy. He's going to do the same thing and blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. And see, those this people. is this is what drives me insane, though. Like people immediately jump to conclusions based on the person who is reporting out this information. And I'm the type of person exactly. where it's like, if someone makes an accusation like that, it's going to be fucking serious. And I'm not just going to jump on the train. I'm going to find out as much as I can about this because I'm not going to be the person because now all of those people are like, oh, cancel him, fuck this, up. and now they all look stupid because you yeah. blindly followed someone who who cried wolf. Yeah. And not only she cry wolf. It's just like yo, like what? There was no actual apology there. Her her thing was I, I said what I said, and yeah. you know I lied about it. She didn't say, like hold on. Let me see what her apology is to just be completely sure. So she says, uh, no, I'm gonna read the initial thing. So she said they, she like, asked for forgiveness. She asked for forgiveness. No. She didn't apologize. This shit is, it says Pam initially blasted Jamie after headlines revealed that he married Centoria Brown. She said this man is diabolical and he is such a manipulator. The uh, the way that this man pursued this woman is the same way he did me. He came and found me using the same card. He was a Christian artist. May the good Lord protect her and her money. It's about who she is in the public eye and what she has. By her having this face in the media, it helps him to have a chance to be around what he deems as the elite. Mr. Long may be able to hide behind his handsome looks of being a good man, but God knows the hurt. Well, no, God knows the heart and exposure is coming. Now, that's what she said initially. Mm-hmm. She said this last week. Um, this is Pamela Long, formerly of Total. Now, mind you, Pamela Long still carrying this motherfucker's name. Mm-hmm. On twenty uh, on October twenty second, twenty nineteen, you released on your show. A, wait, it says. Wait a minute. What she said, she made a comment about her ex husband, and that was that the comment was that he forces himself on women. And right after that, I said, "Do you remember that night?" Basically, I was telling uh, the world that my ex husband forced himself on me sexually, and that was a lie. So, so she's not even talking in like first person. She's literally she's talking like a letter to someone else, though. Yeah. Like, but she's reading it as if she's her. Yeah. It says, this is Pamela Long. But then she says, also, she was like, I made a comment. But she, like, I'm sorry I for the pain, stress, and embarrassment that I caused Jamie for his family in any way. I know that sorry does not 
nor can it make things better for what I've said, but I deeply apologize to the Long family. I would also like to apologize to my family, my church family, friends, those who look up to me and people on the social media for the lie that I've told. That's not enough. Yeah, no. That is not enough. No. no. You got, there's a consequence to that. There's, there has to be. I, I need some, I, I don't want to say a prison sentence. She got to go to jail for a couple months. Yeah, I'll take a couple she definitely months. She does. didn't do anything drastic. No, like, like she honestly, didn't take anybody's life. She didn't, but like she could have, like she could have ruined this man's life. Yeah, because you and I both know that like, you know, cancel culture, it, it only affects certain groups. Um, mm-hmm. It uh, definitely affects like the LGBTQIA community. It, you know, affects black men, obviously. But at the same time, like there are women who do get canceled. Mm-hmm. The issue when it comes to like the cancel culture and stuff like that is there are a lot of people who will cancel you, but they don't get the facts. When they get the yeah. facts or they get the actual truth, they go into hiding. They don't say mm-hmm. anything. And it's like, I said what I said, and I'm not changing my mind now that I know the truth. And it's like, yeah, fuck? like, it's like so somebody it's can tell what you fucking lie. Yeah, it's what your story is, is an absolute lie now. And so, you know, we can, we can, and, and that has been, been increasingly prevalent uh, over the course of the, the last year. It's just people who kind of just stick to their guns with no footing for what they're, what they're believing in. And, and so, you know, I, again, this is something that I take very seriously as a woman. Like it is, it is hard enough for, for a woman to build her credibility, I think, um, and I, I think that especially in this culture, like it's incredibly difficult for us to um, to to kind of make a name for ourselves and where we're, you know, understood and listened to and believed in. And, you know, when things like this happen, it just it kind of takes down the footing for for honest women like it makes it difficult for women who have actually been the victims of sexual assault who have actually been in in situations where they were uncomfortable with men to voice their opinion because nobody takes them seriously because of women like pam long who are just like yeah no he he forced himself on me because she's she's scorned like it ruins the possibility of actual victims being able to speak Absolutely. their their voice and be heard. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, it, just, it just really hurts, man. Like as a guy, like I don't really have a dog in the fight. It just hurts knowing that that could have been me. That could have been, a, you know, a brother, or sister, you know, it could have been a, a, mm-hmm. a female friend. It could have been you, Steph. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Guy, go on social media. But we see this all the time. We'll see a guy say something about a woman that may or may not be true. But the thing is, we don't believe him initially. We'll say, hey, you know, if she's a hoe, she's a hoe or something like that. Yeah. And there's that. But th- there's always a fact check when it comes to that. But with and women, th- and I, I hate saying it, it's just always, it's like, yo, like, you believe that. But then when she lied and you knew she lied, then what? Like, no, nobody's here. It's an empty. Yeah, you're not going to, you can't stand your out. ground on that. Like, that just makes you look like a lunatic. Yeah. yeah but yeah, no. the reason why is because, like, as a man, like, if it was between you and I and we had to have this conversation and you and I in the room, something happened where only you and I were there. It's yeah. my word against yours. Whatever you said, everybody instantly is going to believe it. And then I think, I think that really does depend on the topic. I think it does it, depend it does. on the topic. If it is sexual assault and I said something versus you versus you, I feel like the inclination, depending on the audience, the inclination would be for people to believe what I say. But when people like this Absolutely. do shit like this, like 
as those trials continue, like if we do this every time someone comes out and, and lies about a sexual assault, I feel like mm-hmm. anytime that happens, like it takes a little bit of credibility away from my story. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just and don't it, want it to get to a, I don't, I don't want it to personally get to a point where like we are now and it yeah. stays there where we have this one isolated case of a woman lying on a man and then every single situation happens and it's like well women have lied before because of that one fucking case because i feel like it's the, there's a problem with that though because it's not an isolated case women do this all the time and they don't understand that they're yeah. shooting themselves in the foot when they do it because and it's always because the dude moves on yeah but and like, it's like oh well he raped me and it's like, no, no, he didn't. Shut the fuck up. Like, stop, stop yeah. being a, an asshole about this. Yeah, it, it just hurts knowing that, like, these articles exist, these records exist, and obviously the internet is forever. We yeah. don't want to be in a situation where in, you know, two weeks from now, there's going to be a story that comes out and we're going to completely forget about Pam Long and the fact that she had did this because life goes on. Yeah. The issue is, her apology, it, it fell on like deaf ears and it was just like any other news for any other day. Hey, you know, yeah. she lied about it, but we, we forgive her and it's fine. But what's next? God forbid if it would have came out to be true. Right now in 2020, we're still asking the question of did fucking Tory Lanez do it? Yeah, we're still asking that question. Now, I'm going to say this publicly and somebody's going to be offended at the way I'm going to say this. But I mean this shit from the bottom of my heart. I know if he shot her, he is absolutely canceled. He's been canceled since we found out about the news. However, I, I want the energy to be met and be kept if it comes out that that was if not she was lying about it and she was lying because it, it, it's just fucking convenient right now. Th- there's something going on where the fact that he's just out here. When I say out here, he's doing some of the wildest shit I've ever seen. He now, really is. Who's just, I'm like, yo, he's on quarantine live. He's pouring milk on women and stuff like that. I'm like, right now you are fighting a case with a woman that you possibly shot. You were just mm-hmm. out here pouring milk on women, doing quarantine radio. I don't know. He's not protected in this situation. When I say that, he's not because we've been trying to cancel him for fucking months. Yeah. My, and I mean, I agree issue. with you. I agree. I think that if if it comes out that Meg is lying, then like mm-hmm. that, that same energy needs to be kept. Because again, it's yeah. like... Yeah, people have a tendency to be like, oh, well, she was scared and she didn't know what to say. Like, don't make excuses for one person when you're not making excuses for the other. If you're coming out the gate accusing someone based on what you think you know is true, then when that is proven to be wrong, then make sure you treat the other person accordingly. This isn't about fandom. This is about being a a good person. This is about having integrity and just like sticking to your word and being being a person of, of moral value. Absolutely. Um, anybody who is listening, I, I want to hear some opinions because we, we already have some that are in here, but I want to know your opinions on this Pam Long situation. Do you feel as though like what should the consequences be for lying, especially to this magnitude? Do you yeah. think that, you know, you know, it matters? Do you think that there should be a prison sentence? Do you think that they should have to answer to it? leave a comment more importantly we need you to clap we need you to share because this shit is important to me like i don't want to live my life i don't want to live my life knowing that like anything like this could happen again where it just gets swept under the rug it was it happened what two days ago where this you know this whole thing came out and she lied Uh nobody's speaking about it it was just like it happened it was on the shade room cool 
So I want yeah. to hear from you guys. I mean, I think that. part of it has to do with the fact that Pam Long is irrelevant. Like she hasn't been relevant since like 1998. But at the same time, I think that a subject like this definitely needs to be talked about because it happens all too frequently. And I mean, Greg, you're, you're the father of a little girl. Like, I don't want your daughter, I don't want my niece to grow up in an environment where they think that this mentality is the way to go because it's not. We're building people up to play the victim even uh, only when it's convenient for them. And it's not, that's not the way shit should be done. Greg, let's listen to a couple of these voicemails. We're we're racking them up pretty quickly. Hello, hey Greg. Hello there, one and only staff. This is Wisdom Speaks. I'm just on here to bring you guys some support and some love and positive vibe. I pray that your weekend was awesome, and I pray that your week would be blessed and awesome as well. May God bless you. May God bless you both, and enjoy your week, you guys. God bless. Thank you. Thank you. Wisdom speaks, and, and and the sentiment is right back to you. We hope you have a wonderful week. I hope you've had an amazing weekend. Absolutely. In the sense when you say the consequences of lying in that form where, you know, people blaming the blame on somebody else or something that they didn't do. I think the punishment should be basically the sentence that that person was facing or the ridicule that person was facing. I think that person should receive it themselves in the sense that it shouldn't be no sympathy for them. Like, say, for instance, if somebody was to rape somebody or claim that somebody would rape them, but that person actually didn't. The time that person was facing, um, that person who um, made those false as a case, I, I, I'm accusations on them should receive that penalty. Say, for instance, that person was supposed to go to jail for five years. The person who lied should go to jail for five years or whatnot. And it should be fair because, you know, they basically jeopardize that whole person's career face and uh, an opportunity and time at the same time to be wasted based off a lie. Absolutely. You know what? I don't um, disagree with that logic at all. Me either. What should the consequence be for lying? Well, what are we lying about? Is it something minor? Is it something major? I need to know context to give you a valid answer. Okay. So for anybody who was in here and does not have the context, we were reading an article about a woman who lied about her sexual assault from her previous husband because he was in a new relationship, a new marriage to Centoya Brown, who, you know, had a famous case, uh, you know, what, like two years ago at that point. Uh, So basically what happened was she said that she had lied and she is sorry for the shame that she brought to him and his family because she was jaded. She felt really bad at the fact that he had moved on with his life. So her way of getting back at him was to throw out allegations that he sexually abused her. And, we collect if i can speak for you stuff we, we yeah. feel like there has to be some type of call to action for that it, it can't just be sweet everybody needs to like answer for the consequence i feel like they're just sweeping this one under the rug like if this would have been the other way around we would have seen this for two straight days three straight days centoya brown's husband assaulted his ex-wife and there's evidence and he actually spoke on it and said that he apologized like imagine that article coming out Twitter would be on fucking fire right now because of yeah. we have to cancel him. He, you know, he's not right. And this is toxic masculinity and this and this and this. Now, mind you, yeah. I'm not saying that just women say this because there are definitely men like myself who we do advocate for women. But you also have to call people to task when they fuck up and say things to 
like literally endanger people's lives. You don't know what exactly. happens to someone once they go behind those four walls. When they go and get arrested for those, that shit, what I've heard in prison is this shit's not pretty. Yeah, that's what uh, I've heard too. I've heard that, that rapists and child molesters are, are not exactly welcomed in prison. Yeah, but j- just imagine how many people have been like, they've like witnessed allegations of saying, oh, well, they touched children or they touched women and they abused women, they beat women. And it, it didn't happen. Like, wh- what the fuck was her name? Um, Carolyn Bryant Donham, the, the woman who on her deathbed said, you know what? What happened with Emmett Till, that shit didn't happen. I yeah. lied. You wait until your fucking deathbed. There's nothing anybody can do for you now. There's no consequence you can suffer. Right now, she's probably in heaven right now. Like, you know what? I, I did what I did. I apologize. I'm sorry. God will forgive me. Like, Dead ass, I would have punched it. On her deathbed, I would have punched that bitch in the face. Can you imagine on your deathbed, your confession is that the biggest pivotal point in your life you lied about yeah the fact that you can live your life without a guilty conscience for that but but on your deathbed in some sort of redemption you admit that you lied about it is disgusting exactly there has to be a call for action we we got more voicemails though so here we are see i think the real problem comes when people try to make their own personal traumas like the standard for somebody else's pain like if i went through something and then i see say like a celebrity or somebody in the public media go through the same thing i can't make that incident my own personal pain i can't try to champion for that as if it was my drama and i feel like a lot of people start to do that and then it gets caught up in a way that you can't decipher what is your own pain that you didn't deal with versus oh i'm trying to support this celebrity or this person Mm -hmm. that's a really good point and i mean i've I've never considered that largely because i'm not one of those people who like stands for for celebrities because i mean it is healthy to address your own trauma and i try to do that as, as quickly as possible but like that is a good point. Like people try to try to uh, associate their stories with it. And that's what causes this kind of solidarity. And it's just, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate that people don't have enough wherewithal to address their personal issues on their own time without trying to relate to someone who's going through their quote unquote pain. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's see when they do it, because, and it's always because the dude moves on. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, we really couldn't hear you, Nick, but we heard the end where it's like because the dude moved on, and I, I don't want to. I don't want to say I agree because I mean it's the truth, but at the same time, it's like oh, like sometimes the guy hasn't even moved on. They might still be with the person, if that makes any sense. Steph, how do you feel about it? I mean, I feel like a lot of the time this is born of, of a, a desperate move, um, whether they're still with the person or not. Um, it's usually an act of desperation if they're lying about it. If it if they're not lying about it, then yes, please voice that. Like it is something that needs to be addressed. But in in my um, from from what I've witnessed, um, people who make these accusations are doing it as kind of a last ditch effort to either keep their relationship, which I don't understand what the logic is there, or trying to ruin someone's new relationship. Yeah, but his like. 
th- does that fall into like that bracket where it's like you're still in love with them and you don't want to see them with anybody else? Because men say that shit all the time. I've heard men like actually say, you know, you can't be with anybody if it's not for me. So do you feel this is one of those situations where she sees him happy elsewhere and she's like, wait a minute, like what can I yeah i mean i do i think it's absolutely that's like hell have no fear like a woman scorn and like women who are mentally ill and quote-unquote vengeful or, or spiteful in that sense will go to immeasurable lengths to ruin yeah. that like i've seen it i've known people that will go out of their way to like i'm just to a point where i'm like that is so much effort For someone that does not give a shit about you anymore. Like, just accept that and move the fuck on. Yeah. That that shit hurts, man. Hold on, we got a couple more voicemails. Let's get these out the way. Every time you yawn, a ghost sticks its dick in your mouth. All right, Nick. All right. Now, you see we have a serious topic. Like, I will block the shit out of you. Don't be stupid. Mm -hmm. So there's a case here in Kansas of Albert Wilson. He is in the local prison where I'm at. A woman lied. Um, They were at a college party, and um, I guess they decided to leave, go back to his place. You know, she was consensual in going there, and she even initiated the kiss. Um, He would not have sex with her. He refused to do so, and she lied and said that he raped her, and there was no evidence of it whatsoever, but because he was a black male, they went ahead and just locked him up and accused him of something he didn't even do. I feel like she should be charged and he should be let free, but unfortunately, our justice system isn't built that way, and Kansas is an extremely racist area. There should be evidence of rape. If there is no evidence of rape, because it's always obvious if a woman gets raped, the the woman needs to be. Yeah, and and see, that's that's mind-blowing to me that we still have states that operate this way. And um, I think that absolutely he should be released and she should be, you know, taken into custody and served out the same sentence, if not longer than what he has. but like, additionally, I want to know what, like what his lawyer was doing. Like, all you need is to be like, did she get a rape kit at the hospital? Is there any trace of his seminal fluid in her body? Mm-hmm. No. Cool. He didn't fucking rape her. Yeah. I, I just don't ever want to be as a guy, somebody who just, I go into a situation where I'm questioning a woman because of some shit I've seen some other people, some other women do. Like, yeah. it's not all the bad apples. And I'm sure women feel the same way. Not all men are trash. It's it's a large community of us. Absolutely. <laughs> How, and, you know, I have to be crystal clear about that. But, you know, for example, I'm gonna read this story. And it says, college student who made false rape claims against her two uh, against two football players rolls her eyes in court during the victim's statement about how she ruined his life as she is only sentenced for a year in jail. Nikki Yavino, 20 years old, was sentenced to a year in jail after she pled guilty to making false rape claims against two football players at a Connecticut college. She said that the men, students at Sacred Heart University, sexually assaulted her. She later admitted to making up the entire thing, saying that she didn't want to ruin a relationship with her potential boyfriend at the time, according to the authorities. During her hearing on Thursday, one of the men told the courtroom how her allegations affected his life and got him expelled from the school. According to the reports, she then smirked and rolled her eyes during his statement. 
I remember that story. Um, yeah. And she had, she had gone out and cheated on her boyfriend with these guys. Um, and then, and then said that they raped her so that she, her boyfriend wouldn't catch her cheating, which is fucking like mind blowing. But the fact that she had the audacity to sit there and make faces and roll her eyes while these men were describing to her verbatim how she fucked up their lives. Like, it's not like she was about to, she had already fucked up their lives because I guarantee you that when she gets out of jail after that year, her life is going to go right back to normal. Exactly. Whereas these men have to deal with the years of repercussions as a result of these fake allegations, which is unfortunate because like, we should also live in a society where if like, if this girl comes out and is like, yeah, I made the whole thing up. Like those two men should be completely exonerated. If any ill will, ill intent, ill, like anything that came as a result of that, the school should have taken them back. They should have been like, like they're the victims. They are the victims. Yes. Um, I want to say this to anybody who is listening to here, like this is an important topic. We want y'all to actually voice in. We need you to share Mm -hmm. this. We need you to like it, do the applause and all that other stuff, because like this shit is serious out here. Like um, imagine this story like we've seen the male aspect of the word. They will definitely lie on women. They will definitely do the things that they've done to women. However, in those small cases, like she got a year. She got a year, mm-hmm. not only for lying, like, let, let me just make it, like, really graphic to just give you the perspective of the shit that I've seen, the things that I've heard. Like, that guy would go to jail. He'd probably get, re- he has to go and be in, like, you know, he, he has to be isolated because he can't go in general population. They're going to say, oh, wait, you raped a woman, not just a woman, a white woman in college. We, we heard about this shit on the news. You went to prison here. So we're going to take advantage of you while you're here. He could be in jail 10, 15, 20 years. And all of a sudden she grows a conscience and says, you know what? I'm a married woman now, but I still have these regrets. I have these dreams and stuff like that of what actually happened. I have to come out with my truth. The same thing with the Emmett Till thing. She waited to her fucking deathbed. Imagine being a 77, 80 year old woman who you knew your entire fucking life. You lied about something and not only got somebody killed. It was the most pivotal moment on earth to the black mm-hmm. community and to your own community. And then you say on your deathbed, you know what? Not only did I lie about it, uh, I, I feel a little bit of remorse. Remorse is not saying that shit to begin with. Or when you know that you went and got motherfuckers to go kill him because they knew you were going to do something. You, know, you knew, well, I, I don't want to say this. You knew that they were going to do something when you told them. That's like yeah. if I went to like my mother and said, you know what? At school, somebody got, you know, I got into a fight. These kids jumped me. My mom's going to go to the school and say, you know what? We need to handle the situation right now. Yeah. So that Emmett Till thing, same fucking situation. This Pam Long thing, like, it's too late now. You said that shit in 2019, and now all of a sudden you grew a fucking conscience because you, you say, you know what? Not only did I lie, I don't have a consequence now because it happened a year ago. People will get yeah. over it. And the thing the is, the statute of limitations do- is well past it. Yeah, people get over that shit, and it's cool. But here's the thing: you can't get over the fact that you are on public record. You, that's just there forever, forever. Even after, even after they say, you know what? Yeah, you didn't rape that person. You, you know, you weren't a, you know, a child abuser. This, 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 and this. You're still there. Yeah. Right now, like, and I'm telling you, next door is probably one of the worst fucking things I've ever seen in my life. It is like neighborhood watch for people who should not be neighborhood watch. Mm-hmm. They will tell, like, imagine neighborhood watch. They're like, oh, well, I saw something. You know, somebody was walking in my backyard. I'm like, what about your neighbors? Maybe your neighbor was the one that was walking there. Like, you, you never fucking know. But next door and this shit, it, they really aren't the same. But at the same time, this shit with Pam, like, me being a fan of Total and more importantly, like, just seeing all she did was say, 
you know, I, I wish his family the best, you know, my God and my church, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't care about none of that shit. What is yeah. your consequence? What is your fucking consequence? I need yeah. to know that you're going to either be, you know, financially backing him because of the lie that you told or somebody is going to arrest you because they definitely were going to arrest him if this shit came out and it was as big as it was supposed to be. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like Jameis Winston, I get it. He's protected because he's in the NFL. And me personally, I feel like Jameis Winston did that shit. Like, I'm, I'm saying that full transparency. I feel like he did that shit. But in the small case and in five years or, you know, whenever this woman comes out and says, you know what? The allegations I had against him, they didn't actually happen. I'm expecting the same fucking energy that everybody gave Jameis Winston or mm-hmm. any other male that did something or they were accused of something. I need that energy. You want to send him to jail for four years? Her ass got to go to four years, too. Yep, I agree. But Completely agree. Some, like, I'm sorry. Before we get to the next one, you motherfucking wow, man. Like, I didn't know it was like that. Like, I want to believe women. I want to make sure that we protect them and we do the best that we can possibly do. But when you lie and the apology is just like, you you write that apology on Instagram. Yeah, it's like, oops, sorry. Like, no. No. It felt felt so hollow. She just said, hey, I apologize. You only apologize because it didn't didn't hang on. Like, Yeah, like it didn't go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, she would have never apologized if oh, you know what? God. If happen. someone had picked it up and run with it, she'd still mm-hmm. be holding on to that. Yeah, yeah. Like right now, I'm I'm telling you, I'm gonna keep saying this. Like I'm waiting for the whole Meg and Tori situation to happen. I don't want to speak ill on either one. Now, if she said he did it, he did it for now. However, God forbid, if this shit change, I, I want every I want I want the barbs I want the beehive I, I, I want fucking Barney to come out of the woodworks and tell me all the shit that y'all was tweeting I, I, I need to know I need to know all that shit y'all was saying I don't even want y'all to be like you know what Tory Lanez you know blah 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 I just want you to be like you know what I, I, I prejudged I said something that I didn't have all the factual evidence for period that that's all I want this Pam thing we don't know too much about it but one thing we do know is this she said that she was jealous how do you say you're jealous and the reason why you did something was because you're jealous? That's some really fucked up stuff to deal with, man. Like, mm-hmm. Next voicemail, though. Every time you yawn, a ghost sticks its dick in your mouth. All right, goodbye. Uh, we got blocked, so he's done. Yeah. The consequence for lying should be for the liar to hold themselves accountable for the lie and be willing to accept the truth and open to the truth. I feel like in a case like this, it's it's far deeper than that, though. Like, yes, the accountability is there, but you have to, like, this is something that, that could be life-changing for someone. And so if you are lying to the point where we, the, the implications of your lie will forever alter someone else's life there has to be a much deeper punishment yeah but his thing like you know we're gonna get to the next voicemail there are some people that even after she apologized for lying they're still going to side with her there's mm-hmm. still going to be people that's like you know what well maybe she was she hurt apologize yeah she was hurt that's the only reason she's apologizing because she still loves him she still cares she told yeah. you she lied yeah like sometimes a liar is just fucking that a liar 
I've heard men lie on women. I've heard men lie on men. I've heard women lie on women. Like it, it happens across the board. The issue is when you actually get caught in your lie or when you fess up to lies, you got to answer for that shit to me personally. Now, that's why we're asking for voicemails because we want to know how y'all feel. Do you think like the shit should be swept under a rug and bygones can be bygones? Do you feel like, you know, they, they need to be put at a fucking like, you know, in a firing line or something like that? Do you feel like they need to have a prison sentence? Because what if it were you? What if right now you were a woman and a man called you a hoe and every guy that you met that knows that guy called you a hoe? Put, put it real surface level like that. You send a guy new, the guy sends it to all his boys, and so now all his boys are contacting you. You know for a fact you sent that to them, you know, to that guy, but he sent it to the whole world, so now they have this like preconceived notion of what the fuck you are. Like, what should be the consequence for that guy? Like, put it, take it there, because yeah. obviously the, this 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 rape allegation thing, like, not everybody has ever been, like, you know, through that type of trauma, so I'm trying to make it really surface level for people, but I need to know, because I'm so vexed right now. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Like, you get, you're getting worked up, Greg. You're getting worked up. Because, no, I mean, I'm only getting worked up is because I'm like, yo, like, what if my daughter ever told me, you know what, dad, like, uh, uh, someone touched me inappropriately? Because that happens too. Like, kids will say, mm-hmm. oh, you know, this happened. And I'm like, wait a minute. Like, do I approach that person if they touched you inappropriately? They did something to you. I approach them, but... They say it didn't happen. So who the fuck can I believe? But then you say, because you're, you know, you're a kid or whoever you are, you say, you know what? I made the whole thing up. Now I've literally put that person in a box where I possibly try to kill them because they put their hands on you. And that's mm-hmm. happened too. Yeah. Like, what, what do you do? What do you do? Like, it, it's hard to know, like, you know, the lie from the truth when you trust the source. Yeah. And the only reason you trust the source is because that's the person you know. That's the situation you know. And more importantly... You as a man should just naturally respect women enough to just trust the first thing they say, the first thing that they do. If they say, hey, that guy touched me, that guy said something to me, like I'm trusting them because honestly, I know how trash men are. So I'm expecting you to be the liar. But what happens if you weren't the one lying? They were just doing it because they didn't fuck with you at that moment. I can't go and apologize later for shooting you because you touched my daughter. Like Mm. what? Like. It hurts, man. We got more. Yeah, more. yeah let, let's let's blow through these voicemails. They're building up. Hey, y'all. This is a really great topic. I did see Pamela's. I can't talk. Here we go. Hey, sorry, I got cut off. So this is a great topic. I did see Pamela Pamela Long's um, comment in her confession on the shame room, and I think Amen to there being a spiritual spiritual confession but there also needs to be like consequences um we forgive you sis but this was a whole person's life that you spoke on um that had repeat got felt repercussions for the, your false claims she should be doing some jail time absolutely agreed agreed yo beautiful people <laughs> i'm here uh this topic is near and dear to my heart because i have you know my older brother was falsely accused of uh, a rape, you know, some years ago, and he never recovered from that. And I can't even tell you where that young lady is at anymore, who had a history of lying about being raped. So, yeah, I'm here for it. Took my edible about 20 minutes ago, 40 minutes I've been taking off. I hear that. Shout out to Bill. Shout out to Bill. Sorry to hear about your brother, man. Yeah. All right, now that I got some context, first thing that comes to the mind, 
uh, five years and two thousand dollars compensation for the victim. I mean, come on, she would almost ruin this man's career. So therefore, I feel like that's pretty fair. You know, not only is she serving her time, but he gets something out of it too. I think that's fair. Absolutely. Absolutely. Not only that, I have two youngsters that I that I practically raised. I, they're not related to me, but I went to school with their mother. They're in the middle of a situation where a young lady was embarrassed uh, how she looked after they had, you know, relations, and then went back and told their parents that she was, you know, raped. And now these youngsters could possibly lose their lives because of, yeah, this shit is fucked up, man. Yeah. That's disgusting. And it's, it's disgusting that it's happening at such a young age. You know what I mean? Like people are the, the people are being taught that this is the way out and it's not. It's not. So and, and this is why I'm such a big advocate for there being consequences to this shit. Like they need to understand that you can't just be like, oh, he raped me and like nothing's going to happen to you. There has to be a, a strict protocol for what happens to people who lie about this shit. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like it's not an as a result of these Hello guys, I'm just unfortunate too, because like, the trouble is society where it's your like, ass whooped. If this girl comes out, it's like, yeah, I made mm. It's like if we restrict the owners of guns, shouldn't we also restrict the people that vote? Just a question for pondering. That's a topic for another day, sir. But yes, shout out is. to you, Roy. My neighbor asked me to walk through my backyard. Great. Okay. What about Kobe Bryant? For- nope. No Kobe slander on here. You got me fucked up. <laughs> nope. You go to hell. Unless you choose Jesus Christ as your savior. I feel like yeah, that's... But- yeah, that's surface level. Yeah, Jesus, that's Jesus ain't going to save you from that shit. I'm sorry. No, no offense to him. Like he's the homie, but no. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Like you still got to live on Earth until you can get to him. Yeah, I feel like, like uh, on some level, you. I mean, the, the, does Jesus then forgive you for trying to play Jesus when you take someone else's life into your hands by lying? Yeah, there there are people who will kill you for the shit that you didn't do, but they don't care that you didn't do it. They just heard it from somebody else. Th- there are people yeah. who bang out here and they're literally like, you know what? Hey, um, I, I bang and I'm supposed to do this shit. This is my life out here. Like it's either me or you. Yeah. So if it's if it's that way, just imagine like like somebody who bang going and saying, you know what? My my girl did. You know, my my girl said that you did this to her, and you the consequence of your actions. And then she come back around and say, you know what? <laughs> It didn't really happen that way. So now he gone and you gone because of a stupid fucking lie. Like Jesus can't go and just tell you, hey, by the way, man, you know, I, I saw that coming, but you had to learn that. That that's that's on you. Some people are trying to literally predict the future by doing stupid shit. That like with her, she was predicting that everybody was gonna cancel him, everybody's gonna flame him, you know, and the girl Centoya, she was gonna be like, Oh, well, this is who you are, you must be a piece of shit. Now, mind you, it didn't happen that way, and they spoke eloquently about it after the fact. They had said, you know what? We accept your apology. However, you said what you said, and there should be a consequence. 
And I, yeah, I, I, I definitely, you. I respect their response because they were very mature about it in that it wasn't like you lying ass bitch because they, listen, I would not have taken the same level of maturity as they did, but they did release a public statement and they were very mature about it and just saying, you know, Hey, listen, you have to pay for what you've done. Anybody who was wondering what the response was, they had said, I think it was very selfish. Oh shit. That's a whole thing. So it says, I think it was very selfish. I don't know if she's trying to reinvent her career. I don't know what she's trying to do. I think it was very selfish of her to do that. We're serious about what we're doing. We're serious about the message. You know, I've been divorced from Pam almost four, five years, man. I didn't even see her that much when we were married. He had a full response. We ain't reading all that. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're, not, we're not reading all that. All I know is this. Um, he says, I was married before and I married the wrong woman. I had the right intentions, but I married the wrong woman and I wasn't doing that no more. Sometimes the counterfeit comes before the real thing and we fall for the counterfeit sometimes. This time I know I got it right. This is my best friend. Loki, I think that was kind of a shot just to remind her that she was jealous of what he has, but good for him. I mean, I don't think that he's wrong. Like if that is his best friend, then good for fucking him. And that is exactly what drove her to make these allegations. And I hope that she feels like a piece of shit for it. I hope she does. Man, you know what? That was a perfect way. I, I wanted you to say, can't you see what you're doing to me? I wanted you to say, I, I wanted you to say that so bad. You didn't say it. Just, hey, I, I still love you. Friend. Here we go. Get, get, get the grips. I'm pooping right now. Black. Blocked, blocked. Yeah, no, and fuck that. Like, I feel like if she get caught lying, then she got to do the same years that he got charged with. Off top, I'm not playing that shit, man. Because my brother lost, he he lost his life off of that. Like, he was he was a man that went to work every day, came home, and you know, and mind his goddamn business. He wasn't a goddamn saint. But he wasn't a, he wasn't no fucking rapist. You know, as far as those youngsters, these are young football, these are young athletes coming up. And I'm not saying that I watch they every move and I know them behind closed doors, but I know that's not them, bro. And you know what I'm saying? And the story that's that's out there, it just it just don't add up. You know what I mean? So my brother got his life stripped away, these youngsters. It's a possibility they life might be stripped away. That's fucked up, man. So if if they gotta do a long jail term or prison term. That should go straight to the uh, to the liars. Yeah, and I think that's what we've all agreed on, that, like, you know, if you get caught lying about something as serious as sexual assault, then whatever time would have been um, sent, like, whatever time the criminal would have been sentenced to, or the alleged criminal would have been sentenced to, is what the liar needs to be sentenced to instead. Absolutely. Um, we have two more comments, but this is last call. So I'm introducing this to the show because at this point, we'll, we'll, we'll wind it down. We've been here for almost three hours. Um, if you do have any last little like comments that you decided you wanted to say, if you had any thoughts or opinions, that are respectful because we will block you if you say anything stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, this is your moment. So, you know, within now the next, what, five minutes, we'll play those, but yeah. we'll play them consecutively without any interruption, just comment after comment after comment. So leave your comments if you so choose and they will get played. Here we go. And that's on the motherfucking justice system. And I, I guarantee you if they if they if they let us know right now, if you get it, if you accuse somebody of raping, you're lying, whatever that person was going to get charged with, we're doubling that. If you hold that shit over their head, I bet you niggas won't start lying out the gate no more. I bet you they won't do that shit. What? And that's question. That's what I'm. That's what I was saying. Like, if if people know that the consequence for lying is worse than the consequence of what they're lying about for the other person, like, mm-hmm. 
there's going to be a lot of change there. Yep. Yep. Respect women's voicemail. Nope. Okay. okay. All right. That made that made things a little bit easier. So mm-hmm. let's 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 bring this on home, Steph. Like, what what did we learn today? We learned that Jennifer Lopez is a shitty actress, that Florida is a place that nobody wants to live, that liars should pay for their crimes. Um, what else did we learn today? Oh, the, the, the Trump family tree is a very small, ugly tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are the key takeaways from this evening's episode. Okay. Now, let, let's, let's end on a high note, though. You know, we got five more minutes. Um, you were going to tell your mom's <laughs> story. So I'm, I'm not going to let you off the hook with that. And we can see that for next week. So anybody who is just joining our show, we want to thank you for actually listening live on stereo. If you're listening to the podcast, Young Black and Bother, we definitely have enough shows for you to listen to. But we have Steph's story of the week. Um, Steph's and story of the week. Here we go. So I did date a mama's boy. Um, I didn't know he was a mama's boy until I like really got into like dating him. Um, he and I went to high school together. We started dating well after I graduated college. So yeah, I mean, he hit his prime like when I started dating him and I was just like, Oh, Hey, how you doing? Um, he lived in the same town as I did, uh, back in New Jersey. Good looking kid, really nice guy, kind of just blue collar, a little dumb. Um, very close to his, he was an Italian kid. So like he was very close to his family. And I I knew that Italians have very tight knit families in the same way that that Hispanics do. Um, so it didn't strike me as odd, you know, I was living on my own. I have my own apartment. I've always been very, very independent though. Like I moved out as soon as I could. Um, but he still lived at home with his parents. So mind you, we were in our mid twenties. So it was like, whatever, it didn't strike me as anything crazy. Um, but like, he was just such a mama's boy. Everything his mom did, he just cowered to like her every need, catered to every bit of her. Um, the first time that I hung out at the house, uh, he he looked at me, he's like, you can't stay tonight. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, you can't stay here tonight because like, you know, my parents. And I was just like, uh, do they think that you're like 28 and have never had sex before? Like is... Is that what they think? Like, I don't. And I kind of find out that not only uh, is his bedroom the same bedroom that he grew up in literally his whole life, um, but it was right next to his parents' bedroom. And he was still sleeping at 28 years old in a twin bed. Oh, oh, yeah. There's no fucking going on in a twin bed. And like, yeah, no. (laughs) And like his mom would cook dinner every night. And like he would just kind of come home from work and like sit down and like drink beers and just chill and like make like his mom would make him dinner and like she did everything for him, wash his clothes and all that shit. And like, I just, I was like, I was terrified because I was worried that if I stayed with him that long, like he would expect me to be that person. And I was just like, no, 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 I'm a one for all and all for one kind of person. So like everybody's doing everything in this house. Like I ain't cooking for you every night. Like this is not the way it's going to be. Um, we broke up for a multitude of reasons, um, largely because I couldn't stay faithful. Um, oh Lord. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, the relationship was bad. The relationship that he had with his mom was weird. The sex was bad. He was terrible in bed, probably because he wasn't bringing bitches on the fucking his twin bed. Hey, um, hey, hey. <laughs> wow. I'm just saying, I'm just saying he probably wasn't getting Ooh. much experience in that twin bed. <sighs> 
there's not a lot of maneuvering happening. Yeah, no, no. Um, and it was against it was against the shared wall with his parents' bedroom. So like, oh, I was like, you can't yeah. even move the bed. Like, what is wrong with you? Now, now I have to ask this question because somebody's going to ask. Did you actually try to have sex with him on his twin bed? No. Okay. All right. I, I looked at it and me. like it looked like a high school kid's bedroom, and I was like, "We're twenty. We're almost thirty, dude. What are you doing?" Oh boy, he he was about to fuck you at like a summer camp bed. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. And so yeah, we broke up, and come to find out, he didn't end up moving out of his mother's house until he got married two years oh. ago. Oh, so he definitely is on that show that I was talking about earlier. Yes. Yes. Uh huh. You know, like he was I, I, 35 when he moved out of his mother's house. Wait, wait a minute. Um, does he have a beard? Because if he has a beard, this is the guy that's on the show. He you does might. have a beard. Yes, <laughs> no bullshit. I have to go when watch get, this show now. Yeah, when, when we get off the show, I guarantee you, it's this guy. It, it has I have to, to go watch guy. it. Yeah, and we're going to do a recap on that. But we got three more voicemails. We're going to get up out of here. So yes, here we go. I Yep. Nope. Oh, you got a twin bed? Yeah. <laughs> hey. Hey, Steph. I need you to get out of there ASAP. Because <laughs> yeah. there's something under that nigga bed. <laughs> and in the closet. <laughs> oh, Lord. So before oh, we play bear. the last voicemail, like, do you want to let these people know exactly what they just listened to? So yes. you know, we can just Thank you. voicemail. Thank you again for listening. This is the special Sunday edition of the Mike Check Podcast. Shout out to the Make It Clap gang. Hashtag Make It Clap. Hashtag YBB. Hashtag. What are the other hashtags? We have so many of them. Mike Check. We have, did I say that? No, you said. Oh, hashtag Mike Check. <laughs> so to, if you post anything, if you share anything, please feel free to tag us. Like I said earlier at the beginning of the show, uh, there are ways to support us in the in the notes parts of uh, the the pod, the individual shows on the podcast. Uh, you can see them on the streaming platform or youngblackpod.com. We are live every Wednesday at eight thirty. I said this was a special Sunday edition where we get to talk about all the subjects that we didn't get to cover on Wednesday. So we appreciate appreciate you thank you for listening thank you for sharing your notes thank you for supporting us um and have a great sunday night y'all absolutely last voicemail though and then we out i promise no tell the truth stuff y'all broke up y'all broke up because he had a bad time he had to be in the bed at 8 30 <laughs> monday through friday <laughs> oh, Lord. baylor we love right, you good night yeah. man <laughs> all right good night <laughs> hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, Perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription. (laughs) 